You listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 318. On tonight's episode, the Menlings are all excited to start their 14th year of this show. 14 years, it's kind of disgusting, isn't it? It's just they don't know when to quit. What are they going to do to celebrate? Not cover a book! That's fantastic, isn't it? They're going to talk about hobby. They're going to talk about path to glory. They're not going to cover a book. It's fantastic. Now shut it! I'm listening to me show. Welcome to Garage Tools for the next two hours, maybe, or thereabouts. We're going to do our best to keep you informed and entertained and have a few laughs along the way. <sighs> Bringing you 13 years of this nonsense, plus hobby talk for the first time in flipping forever. And we're going to talk about Path to Glory because it's kind of awesome. I'm Dave Whitek with me as always. Chris Walker. Hey, how's it going? What is going on, my friend? Too much? Wow, we don't have to cover a book. <laughs> I mean, we have to cover the rules for the rules for Mighty Empires, um, and sometimes they get a little confusing. I get I, I, Path to Glory. I, I will. Not, yeah, Path to Glory. I'm sorry. Mighty Empires is the thing that I was doing way, way, way ago. Um, this is really. Um, oh, there's so many cool things that are going on in here. Uh, I haven't gotten to play Path to Glory stuff. I keep going and getting ready and trying to get it going, and I never am able to do it. So, with this, with with everything in Harbingers being Path to Glory, I figured let's take a look at this because honestly, yeah. I loved running my, I loved, I love running a Mighty Empires campaign, and we're going to talk about that a little bit too. Just kind of what that is because I keep bringing it up. But it was the fan- Warhammer Fantasy version of this, uh, right. except the rules were a lot thinner, and you could make up a lot of stuff. It was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it was kind of neat. We we played quite a few uh, Mighty Empires campaigns back in the day. Yeah, it was. I mean, they're so much fun. It's just basically stringing together games of Warhammer and making a story out of it. Yeah, you know. And then, of course, there's an overall winner, but from a series of games. But then you've got it's a less of a tournament, more of a competition. If that makes sense, you know, it's like a season, yeah, it's yeah. like a season as opposed to, a, right. a you know, but uh, hey, let's do what we're, we, uh, let's get the basics out of the way here. Uh, thanking the sponsors and stuff. Um, all of our sponsors, as you guys know, Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Superstore sure. online. Go check it out. What you see, what you get. Get it. Six Squared Studios, all your 3D printing, basing, MDF needs, terrain needs. They've got stuff. Go check it out. And, of course, Grognard Games in both Roselle, Illinois, and Batavia, Illinois. Head down there. And why? Because there's always something happening at Grognards. That's right. Or I was at Grognards this week. I played. I went to a Batavia store over the weekend. Did you? I went and actually played a game at Grognards of Star Wars Shatterpoint. It was a great time, but we'll get into that later. Uh, we also should probably... Oh, go ahead. What? No, go ahead. Sorry. No, go no ahead. I was just moving on to the next thing, so it's okay. Um, let's see. Patreon. Thanking the Patreon sponsors. And what I want to do here is say thank you to these guys because they are the part of the almost 1% that make this show and everything we do on it possible. And that includes our associate producers, Jake C., James Brown, Old Man Yeti, and George Stradone. Our executive producer, Scotty Milne. Uh, thank you uh, to every Patreon patron, past, present, 
and anyone considering doing it in the future. Uh, just you guys really um, are fantastic, and we really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we go and take our little first commercial break, we do have voicemail, Chris. We have voicemail. Yes, fantastic. Love the voicemail. So let's. No, my Apple Watch is listening to dumb things. All right, so <laughs> we do have voicemail, and if you, as a listener, say wanted to leave a voicemail, you mm. could call one seven five seven G H Show S H O W six. That's right, one seven five seven G H Show six. And most international callers dial zero zero, and then one seven five seven G H Show. Six, you can call and leave messages like these. All right, so we got three this week, Chris. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hold on. I get the first one up ready right here, and we will play it right now. Hey, guys. This is Chandler calling from up here in uh, White Court, Canada, or Alberta. I'm just uh, phoning to say how much I love the show. I've been uh, listening for the last couple months. I just got into Sigmar recently from 40K. I thought I was just going to get one army. Uh, I was going with the Gloom Spike kits and squigs because they were just so awesome. Uh, but then listening to you guys' podcast and show, I eventually just I listened to the Heat Knights of Splash one, and as a big Emperor's Children and Splash fan, I had to get into them. Yeah. I'm still waiting on a ton of uh, models for them. And then I thought that that would be the end, but you guys, you're, you guys convinced me again. I bought some <laughs> ogres. They are just too fun. I started playing them the other day, and oh, the voracious small spell is just too fun. I killed Olaf the Drowner almost from full health with just one cast of it. It was great. Um, so thank you guys again um, for everything and for just uh, making such a, such a great show. I've listened to almost all of your episodes on the Battle Tomes just in the last couple months. Um, oh, thank you so much. And uh, if I had a question for you, it would be, what would you guys say would be your favorite Chaos Gods and, and kind of why? Um, so thank you again, and uh, thanks for being awesome. Bye. Thanks for being awesome. I love hearing stuff okay. like that. That makes me yeah, happy. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for the call. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so. Favorite Chaos God? I, uh, do you have a favorite? Uh, I've always, I was always partial to Zinch. Yeah? Just, yeah. Any particular reason? I don't reason? know why. I I don't know. That was like the first one like I remember kind of like looking into when I first got into the game and kind of realized what the chaos gods were. I thought how that he was kind of the coolest one, you know, just kind of like the wizardy yeah. part, the tricksy part, you know, that kind of thing. That no, I get that. Cool. Uh yeah. I got to go probably with Nurgle. Um, yeah, Nurgle's just so much fun. It's just he's just jolly and happy and spreading out his disease, and it's it's such a bizarre thing. You've got you know Slanesh pushing the limits. You've got Zinch going all through you know present, past, future, and magic. And then you've got Corn who's just raging like a maniac. And yeah. I've actually come to appreciate Corn. I've always thought of Corn as a one note, you know, thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, but I played it a little bit, and you know what? It is actually kind of fun to play it. <laughs> um, it's a cool army to play, yeah. They're all fun, but just Papa Nurgle is just, he's like, he's hes the least chaos goddy acting chaos god, it seems to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I just like, like magic it. and I was like magic and shooting, so, you know, that kind of the zinch is sort of the, the fit for that. Someone out there is going, what about the horned rat? What about yeah. him? <laughs> 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 uh, 
don't know. Oh look! I, I never really Seriously, got, I never really got on, into him being a chaos god, but whatever. Well, but he is one now. I mean, they talk yeah. about it, how, and Zinch works with him a lot. Archeon uses him when he needs him. But yeah. honestly, let's face it: we, if you know anything, if you were reading even the end time stuff, the Skaven, if the Skaven ever got all together and just rushed, bum rushed, yeah, the, the, everything, they would take over everything. They outnumber right. us all a hundred to one. Probably right. outnumber all of us together a hundred. It's just bananas how many right. Skaven there are. I think that the Horn Rat will get his due at some point. Yeah, I think so. I think They've so. If, a... if for no other reason than if we were reading this, it was like they were fighting a lot of grots and things with this stuff, but it was mostly he was saying that it was the Skaven who was attacking all of those strongholds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I noticed they mentioned it, and then we never saw hide nor hair of the Skaven. Which, mm-hmm. if the Skaven are pushing out of the strongholds and not coming up in the story, my question is why? Because that's a classic battle: Skaven and and Dwarden under uh, you know in oh, under yeah. the mountains. That's always, been, that's always been a classic. Yeah, so uh, you know, I have a I, they're they're was, always uh, planning something, and I think I, I I mean I'm not saying that the Horned Rat is suddenly going to be triumphant because that would be dumb, <laughs> but. <laughs> But, takes uh, over all the, like, the yeah. chaos gods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Age, Age of Sigmar ends. They're rebranding it. Age of the Horned Rat. Age of the Horned Rat. Yes. That would, oh, no. You know, Barnett wanted to run a Warhammer RPG back when they had the Warhammer, you know, the old Warhammer fantasy RPG. Sure. And he said he always wanted to run one where the Skaven did sort of overrun everything. And then you're playing oh. survivors in the, in a mostly Skaven, run, a very hostile Skaven-run world as you're trying to get back to some sort of dominance or put together something to put this That'd back. That'd be pretty and wild. It was pretty. It was a pretty cool concept, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, gosh, if you've ever listened to the old episodes, you know how I mean. That's me and Barnett sitting on a time limit with a focus. So when yeah. it got to stuff like that where we were just spitballing ideas, we'd sit and talk about <laughs> that junk for hours. So. <laughs> Uh, but uh okay uh next call oh and that was and that was um hold on let me it was it was chandler yeah i know the beginning chandler of the call was kind of it's hard to hear the very beginning and it kind of cut out you couldn't tell that it was chandler so i just want to say thanks for the call chandler and uh, this one this, oh, okay <laughs> google voice the the you know the, the 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 text of what the word says says this is janet but let's actually hear it and see if it is janet because uh, it didn't say Chandler either, which is why I had to go listen to that one again. So hold on a second. All right. Hi, this is Janet from the Great Parch, also known as Central California. And I just want to say I love your show. I love your enthusiasm for all things, War- all things Warhammer and just how much fun and passion you have for the game. Um, I did have a question for you guys today, and that is now that the new Dawnbringer book is coming out and the models look amazing... I almost want to get some myself, except I love death because Nagash is the worst. The worst. Um, so with the not with the new Dawnbreaker stuff, or Dawnbringer stuff, who is all the other codexes going to dump on in their books? Because they got a new book. Mm. What are they going to do with it? So, what do you guys think? Goblins, maybe, or go back to beating up chaos? Who knows? I want your opinions. Thank you so much. It was Janet. I didn't believe it. it. I don't think we've ever had a female caller before. So I just, <laughs> I don't think we have. 
So I mean, I, I just didn't believe it was it was actually Janet, but it was. Thank you for the call, Janet. Um, so who's gonna get pound? Like who's gonna get a weak codex? Was that the question? Or who's no, gonna- no, no. She was saying like in the narrative, since the Dawnbringers are like coming out and like, oh, okay, who's force, they're not gonna be the whipping boys for everybody anymore. Like who's gonna be the new punching bag for everybody? Oh, uh, I think it's gonna. Okay, um, I have the easy answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have the easy answer? Do you think you have the easy answer? I I, I think it's still okay, going to be the Dawnbringers. Oh, oh you think it's still going to be the Dawnbringers? <laughs> oh no, poor Dawnbringers. Yeah. I was going to go with the easy answer for who's going to be the oh. whipping boy. Can you get uh, on three? We'll say it together because you've got to have <laughs> this right. answer right, Chris. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, three and then go. So one, okay. two, three. Beast Beastman. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> because when you need a whipping boy yeah, yeah, yeah. they just get uh, they, they they deliver that yeah. poor army like oh uh, mm. i feel bad because those are cool models and there's some pretty yeah. cool lore back there the idea that mm-hmm. they're i mean if you read it they're not just mindless animals but they are such and i because i'll be honest and i i rarely I rarely talk negatively on this show, but I'm going to talk a little negative right now, and I hope nobody gets that. No. GW did those beastmen dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you go back. If you don't believe me, go oh. back and find those Realmgate Wars books. So the the very oh, yeah. first books, uh, War Storm. I, I have them on the shelf up here. War Storm, Galmaraz, Hammers of Sigmar. You read some of these first books that came out oh, when yeah. they were talking about. And you'd get the end every story, or even read just if if you have the old the old you know the old editions of the rules when they had mm-hmm. the story and the myth in there. In the beginning, it was Stormcast going through a realm, and it, they were just getting ambushed by beastmen, killed all the beastmen, ambushed by uh, killed all the beastmen, lost one guy. Ugh, it, it, the be- it was just millions of <laughs> beastmen dying left and right in those books. Those I mean, that, guys- that, I mean, that tradition goes back to the old world. You read some of like the old world stories, you know, about Sigmar and you know any sort of they you know they're going from here to there. They always get ambushed by beastmen. But the thing is, yeah. they, they they always get ambushed. But like, I I almost felt like it was kind of unfair. It was like mm-hmm. the Stormcast show up, and they're the new they're the new hotness. Like the Age of Sigmar just dropped. They're the big bulky Stormcast, not the nice new sleek looking ones. These are the giant Frankenstein looking brothers who were walking in. Big Stormcast. And those, that was like Mike Tyson fighting an infant. Those beastmen showed up and nothing was good. Like, that was just terrible. Uh, (laughs) I just, I mean, it's just, I feel bad because the beastmen are a kind of a cool army, but they don't have, they don't, they don't have enough. They don't I, have enough personality. We already remember we talked yeah, about we that talked, on the that's show. What, yeah, they're missing. They're missing yeah. those old, cool named characters. And if yeah, they I, have, they, I, they have like one, they have one named character in their book, and it's an underworld guy, right? Right. <laughs> and it's like, dude, come <laughs> yeah. on now. I mean, you've got this cool army, and you've used to have cool guys that they all died because all the races got a god. You know, everybody got a god, or else their old gods came through. But, you know, they all got the winds of magic blasted into them, so they became gods. You've got Malekith. You've got, um, you've got Teclis, Tyrion, yeah. all that. And, and yeah. be, even, even what's his name from uh, uh, the, the orcs? Oh, yeah, Grimgore? Grimgore gets what? Yeah. <laughs> Beastmen? Nothing. 
<laughs> they got bubkis. Now, granted, no goblins got one, but back then it was orcs and goblins, so they were already represented. Yeah, everybody got something, but the poor beast men. All right, one more call. I'm having too much fun with these phone calls, man. Oh, and I and we haven't had a, one in a couple of episodes, so we got Brandon calling from Columbia in the Pork Chop All Express. Right. Hold on. Hey, this is Brandon from Columbia and the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to those tools in the garage. So, um, haven't called in a while, and hope you guys are doing well. Uh, caught up on all the episodes thus far, and very excited for the new season of um, the General's Handbook and new book, uh, new Army books coming out, as well as the uh, the Harbingers uh, storyline. Um, couple things. Um, number one. Um, I gotta say, I'm very disappointed in you, Dave. What? Two Death Army Battle Tome reviews and zero Bellator impressions. Man, <laughs> I, I just I don't know what to say. Um, so I was hungry for it, and I just just came up wanting. Um, and uh, <laughs> number two, uh, what do you guys think of the new um, General's Handbook as far as the? Um, and Dorian Loki, Loci, whatever, you, however you say it. And as far as the magic being more of a uh, a thing or a more important part of the game now, um, and the uh, some of the uh, primal dice shenanigans kind of harkening back to Eighth Edition magic. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Have a good one. Bye. That, right. is, that is a good that's good question. We should we should talk about the new GHB a little bit. Uh, that wasn't on the schedule, but I don't mind talking about. It. I just don't have anything prepped for it because I just was kind of looking through it. I haven't even really looked heavily yeah. at the uh, Watchamahuzi. The um, yeah, I, I picked it up. I I didn't get to pick it up till like two days ago. The General's mm-hmm. Handbook, and I I I haven't really had a huge look at it. Um, I played a couple games with it so far. Oh, can I ask uh, you a question? Maybe yeah. maybe you don't know. Maybe you don't even think about that. Okay, I'm on the Warhammer community page right now, mm-hmm. and I click on downloads, and I click on Age of Sigmar, and there's U.S. English and English. And if I go to U.S. English, it says there are no documents. Okay. And then I go yeah. to U.S. And then I go to regular English with the British flag, which I'm fine with. It's still <laughs> English. Everything's there. I'm wondering right. if that's just me, and I'm doing something stupid with my computer. No, no, no it's not right. just me. I, no, I noticed the same thing. Oh, okay, good. Because I was just like, what is going on? I thought I was just a moron. All right, so Battle Scroll Andor. I just got it opened up here. Yeah, so that's like the, the like the, that's the the new sort of Battle Scroll kind of like you know with the points adjustments and all that stuff. Oh, okay, right. So, so that's the wrong one. That's not the one he's talking about. So he's talking about so out he's of the GHB. He's talking about the new General's Handbook, like all the new special rules for all like the okay. Hold magic on, I'm grabbing my General's what? Handbook. Then hold on. Okay, so yeah, so what are we talking? Where is this stuff? Let's take a look at it. So the the focus of this general's handbook is like wizards, right? So if you're, I think it's less than nine wounds, uh, and you're a wizard, you're an Antorian locus, and you're not a unique character. You're an Antorian locus. Okay. I think that's. I think I I I don't think that unique characters can be them. Okay, so oh, it's here. Uh, Andor, the Bitter Land, uh, wizard heroes with wound characteristic of nine or less that are not unique get Andorian locus keyword. Yeah. So what they do is they have access to a, a new lore 
which is like the primal frost magic. And we got uh, ice can, magic. We got ice magic. I have now. not had a chance to look at this yet. Oh my goodness! Does that mean I can bring in my <laughs> my yetis and they could be immune to the frost magic? No. Ah, oh, well, come I mean, on. You can bring them, but they just won't be immune to frost magic. That's um, lame. But uh, yes. So they have a new mechanic called primal dice. So at the beginning of every hero phase, each player rolls a primal magic die. And if you get a four or more on that die, you get a primal magic. Each player gets one. So if one player rolls a four, both players get one. If both players roll a four, each player gets two. Okay. So you can roll a spell, uh, cast a spell in your phase. I'm going to cast Arcane Bolt. You roll a one and a two, three. Drat, I didn't cast it. Aha. But you can use a primal magic die if you got one, and you can roll that in. And if it's higher than the cast value, you cast the spell. So if you have multiple dice, and it says here, if you have multiple dice sitting there, you can roll one, and if it's not enough, you can roll another and roll another. But if you get- Yeah. If you roll two ones, it's bad. Blow up. You take like D6 mortal wounds, and you can't cast anymore. D3 plus three, and each <laughs> yeah. other unit within three suffers D3, and you can't yeah. cast any more spells that phase. Yeah, if you roll two ones, it's bad. If you roll two sixes... Aha, it's total power. Remember total power? Oh, yes. yeah. Total power is back, baby. So you roll two sixes. Uh, you cast it, when can't be pr- unbound. Two sixes on prime. Uh, if you roll a regular die and then another pri- primal magic die. So if I rolled six, a six and, a, and anything else, and then I rolled the primal die and it was also a six, Yeah. then that becomes two sixes. It's successfully cast, can't be unbound. You can't spe- do it. You're spent. No more spells that cast, but you guys both get a primal magic die. Yeah. Now, the kicker to this is you can use primal magic die to dispel also. Uh-huh. So you cast. Hmm, I cast Arcane Bolt. I didn't get I cast. I used a primal magic die. The other guy's like, oh, man, I can't let you have that. He rolls, but he gets doesn't roll high enough. Now, he can roll in a dispel die. Oh, man, it's still not high enough. He can roll his second dispel die. So it's like a little game within a game here. So do yeah, you want to use both your primal magic dice to make sure you use your, you know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of fun, kind of cool. I like it. It doesn't add that much time. It's not that cumbersome, and it's a pretty cool mechanic. And so if you have a one on the table and you roll that primal dice, if you get a second one, that count, that's the double one. That's a miscast, right? That's, Yes. So if you roll your two dice and you don't roll a one, that first die you're golden. Like you can't. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're you are good to go. Now if you look uh, but, at the the casting values of these new spells that are in there, uh-huh. they are high. They're high. So okay. like hoarfrost hor- casts on an eight. Uh, oh, ruptures uh, versus, a ten and versus blizzard is a twelve. Yeah, look what it does. Forty six mortal wounds. Range of 12 inches. Pick an enemy unit within 46, but for each one, the caster suffers D3 mortals that can't be negated. (laughs) Yeah, nasty. The range of the spell cannot be modified and must be measured from the caster, even no matter what. Right, so you can't can't cast it through... Through the mirror or through a skink. You can't cast it through the mirror, whatever you want to do. We're going to have to cover this at a later time, though, because there's a lot here, and I think there's a lot to... This is... We could talk about the new GHB. This is for super interesting. A whole episode. Well, let's do. Yeah. Well, let's maybe do this for the next episode because I don't think there's yeah. another book coming out for a while. So we'll right. do GHB next episode because I want. I I, just, I literally just picked this yeah. up two days ago, and yeah. I've been too busy 
uh, to to go through the general's handbook. Yeah, but it yeah. sounds like there's, and plus this says twenty twenty three twenty four. Yes, a whole year. It's well, that's a year instead of six months. Which which a I'd prefer it every year every six months because these are not cheap. But this also lends to the whole idea that Harbingers is going to take almost a year, and then we're going to get a new edition. Like that's yeah. my, that's what everybody's saying. I, I yeah. the, there's no inside it's, baseball it, on this. This is me guessing, but yeah, I'm this glad, coming out for I'm glad a year. This, yeah, I'm glad this GHB is good. It's cool. Like the battle plans are awesome. They're so fun. For the and I'm I'm just I I would be upset if we had a whole year of. Galician veterans and the things you didn't or like, bounty, or bounty hunters. No. All right. Well, I'm excited for this too. This is real. This is this is really fun. I really. Well, like this, this is gonna, and, and this is going to bring a whole bunch of stuff for Path to Glory. Oh my God! Could you picture oh, this yeah. playing with the with the with the the Kabbalists with Zinch or with the heck yeah the, the slaves news, the slaves of dark the slaves, the the slaves of darkness, darkness everyone's Kabbalist. a wizard awesome. yes yes very cool yeah, uh, yeah. I gotta start yeah. if I and do that the, though I gotta go out and buy some I think I oh no I have. Yeah, and like the the battle tactics that are in this book are good. They're they're, they're really cool. That's they're what you not were telling easy. me. They're not easy. <laughs> None of these are gimmies. Well, and maybe that maybe you know I you I like that they're not gimmies. You have to plan for it with your army list now. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. All right, so that's that's all the wow. Okay, so there's our voicemails. We've already been going twenty five minutes. I, let's take a break. Yeah. Um, geez, that's or, just... And call. Call in. Call in. Oh, yeah. Call and leave, leave a voice. voice yeah. Tell us what you think. But uh, all right. So yeah. we're going to take a break after 20. We haven't gone this long before for our first break in a while. But those are some good calls, man. Had good little questions at the end. Nothing I had to do research, just opinions. Right. I don't like doing extra research. You know, I'm a school teacher. I let my students <laughs> do that stuff. <laughs> you fool. We'll be back. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back. Yes, we are. And we are back with the Toolbox. That's right. brought to you by Chaos Arc Superstar. We've had a toolbox in a thousand years. It feels like it, doesn't it? It's just, we, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, if, if, if I'm kind of glad we've got a little lull in the books while 40K is doing its thing. Because it's it gets, it's, it's I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't want to call it tedious, but <laughs> it becomes homework when I'm doing a book review every 
every, you know, twice a month, you know, yeah. it does become kind of bananas. So what I'm thinking here is, um, you know, I'm excited that we're doing this, but if it gets, if worse comes to worst and we have to, uh, make adjustments, maybe we'll throw in something, you know, we get a little time, we'll do a little extra short thing and just drop extra so we can get some toolbox stuff in there outside right. of the, because now we got a bunch of stuff. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Well, why don't you yes. start, man? Hobby, because there's oh, going to be a ton. Gosh. Yeah. So I've been, well, lately, I'll just go with what I've been working on lately. I've been uh, working on this Sylvaneth army. Uh, I got I got some tree lords from a, a friend who, he bought six tree lords from somebody. He already had a bunch of tree lords, so he sold me three of them. Wow. So I, now I have, I know. And I've got two tree lords, a Durthu, and I'm currently assembling an ancient. I have the Echoes of Doom. Oh, okay. I have that. Uh, There's Tree Man in there. So I'm making a Tree Man ancient out of that. That thing's a fiddly kit. Woof. Um, So I'm putting that together. I put the Lady of Vines together the other day. That's another fiddly kit, but I managed to get that one (laughs) together. Uh, and then I put the Kurnoth Hunters. I put them with sides. I think those are cool. So I'm putting those together. And I still have the Gossamid Archers to paint. And... Or dot paint. Build. I gotta build them. Okay. Um, I already have Dryads for Lady of Vines to summon. And I actually painted one of the Tree Lords already. Which was kind of cool. I did like a, a contrast paint. With a little bit of dry brush over it. That, you know what? Fun. That is all. You. That's the beauty of the treatment stuff. There's so much yeah. texture that you could yeah. just get it. I mean, you could do a basic three color, or like you said, you could do a contrast with a dry brush, and then it, mm-hmm. it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, I also I also bought a unit of uh, tree, re, tree spirit, tree revenants from Grognards the other day. Put those together. Started painting those up. You. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's what I that's what I've been doing lately. Uh, I've been getting quite a few games in, which is fun. Okay. Uh, I played like a th- I played like we like a thousand point. Like first, the GHB just came out. Let's play a thousand points. Played a game like those. So I played Stormcast versus Seraphon, and then I played like the first legit two thousand point game. Over this last weekend, that was uh, my Stormcast versus Magakin. That was fun. Cool. How'd you yeah. do? I ended up winning. Um, I almost killed. Almost. I don't think I. The only mo- the only unit I killed in the Magakin army was the uh, Blowab. He's the only guy I killed, and I Alpha did Alpha Strike on him. I threw like half my army at him, <laughs> killed him, and then just concentrated on battle tactics. You didn't kill any of those Nurgle no. units? Nope. Well, I killed a couple beasts of Nurgle, but he ended up summoning two back. So, I don't wow. know. Wow, okay. I killed two. He summoned two. I killed Bloab, and I ended up winning because I just focused on objectives and and the uh, battle tactics. Absolutely bananas. It was it was crazy. And I, the way that book, the way the new GHB is, like Stormcast are... I don't know. They feel, I feel like they're very suited to it because there's a lot of get over here in this part of the battlefield, do some stuff, 
then make your then be over here and do some stuff. So it helps if you can like teleport around the battlefield, which uh, Stormcast can do pretty well as long as you have the right stuff. Interesting. So yeah, so I took like like the Lord Arcanum on Griff Charger. That guy's key. Uh, the I have I I don't have any of the Vanguard Hunters built yet, but I have fifteen, but not built or painted okay. yet. Uh, but I've been using the Far Striders, who are the Underworlds Warband. Yeah. <laughs> so those, those three dudes, they got they gave me so many battle tactics just because of their ability because they can teleport. See, I'm wondering if they're going to get people to be picking up because like th- th- I just was looking and I know they just released the points. All those Warcry Warbands for oh, yeah. there's like twenty of them in Slaves to Darkness, and they yeah. all they all dropped like ten twenty points. Yeah. And some of them and are they're awesome. all battle line. Yeah, and they're all. Some of them are really good. Like the unmade are. Yeah, they, everyone's got everyone's got one cool rule that plays yeah. to that little backstory that they wrote that you can't quite fit into actual war cry. Right. Like in war cry, it's just here's the numbers, roll sixes, get it done. But yeah. with this, it's like, oh wait, they got a, this rule that does this thing. That's I just I really. I'm just I'm really kind of impressed with how they are they're they're putting in a lot of work on the incorporating the war cry war bands into the yeah into the lore and into the game with with like with a purpose. Same thing right. with the underworlds, yeah. which I like, think I might I'm gonna have to pick up that flipping vampire one. Not oh, only yeah. are the models gorgeous, cool. but yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, I cannot there's a, there's complain. A, yeah, there's a new starter game. I think it's an underworld starter game that the. The factions are the Vampire Court and the Stormcast. Uh, like they're like the the explorers. She's oh, got, like, okay. The lan- she's got like the lantern, you know that one, right? And um, man, the rules for the, the Underworlds uh, Stormcast stuff, and especially the new Warcry uh, Stormcast band. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, they're like the they're called like the Questor. Uh, knights or something like that. There's like seven of them or something or six of them. And it's like 230 points and they're all like three or four wounds and they have all these special rules and they're awesome. They can like channel a Xeric power into a table quarter and like do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. They're they're awesome. They can teleport around because they have a knight relictor with them. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they're really yeah. neat. I, I, you know, unfortunately, the only way you can get them right now is in the new Warcry starter set, which is, you know, it's kind of expensive. Yeah, yeah, I can so wait. I'm, I can yes, wait. I'm, I got a closet full of stuff that I haven't finished building yet. Right, right. So I'm going to wait, and uh, when they come out and release those on their own, I'll buy those. Um, what else? I did, so I'm in St. Louis right now for work, and I just kind of went to a, you know, kind of try to find like a local hobby shop to kind of check out. I found this really cool one here in St. Louis. Uh, it's called Game Night. I don't know if people know where what it is, what it is, where it is, but it's it's really neat. Um, and I was they have like a used section. Yeah. So I went in there and I found they were somebody they were selling a you know it was like a, a it was an open copy of this Battle Force OCR Bone Reapers Mortisen Tithe Echelon. Okay. It's got like I don't know seven units in it, and it was it was not expensive. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I got it. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. That's okay. Cool. Um, and then I'm also I also like really old games. Like 
when I was a kid, my brother used to buy lots of just games. He would go to like mm-hmm. this place called a uh, Prosex, which is like a it was like a flower shop. It was like a it was like in Winfield, Illinois, and it was like a, a landscape garden place. This called Prosex, but the the old guy who who like owned it, ran it, whatever. He was like a war gamer. He was like an old school war gamer guy. So he'd go in there and be like, gardening supplies, landscaping stuff, and tons of games and miniatures and you name it. And this is in like the early, you know, to mid eighties. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like yeah. he was he was always in the back with like you could see him back there with like all his pals and they're playing like you know, like 15 millimeter Napoleonics <laughs> and like, oh my God, this is so, you know, it's so cool. And, uh, you know, that's where I kind of got, you know, first saw like Warhammer was in this store. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. wow. You know, you, you buy like, so my brother used to buy all these old games and one of them was this old, do you remember a company called Games Designer Workshop? Yes. GDW? Yes. Yeah. Like super old school. They're from like Bloomington, Illinois. I didn't know that. Um, and they wrote, they wrote, they used to write these games that were just like, just like ridiculously overwrought and complicated and just like needlessly just packed with like rules and stuff. And we just used to devour these games. Oh, right? yeah. We would do, like, we would do the same type of thing. You get this, it's just got all, so you got all the <laughs> charts out and all the things that oh I'm going to do this. You're all in dice, you're looking things up. That's so yeah. much fun. Oh yeah, so I remember. I think it was Traveler, a GDW game. I think it was. Might have been. It was just well. well so this one game, it's called Asteroid, save the world from the mad computer. So it's supposed to be like this simulation game. Okay. Where like they're trying to like recreate like a movie within this game, and this game was written in like 1980 is like when it came out, and I remember playing it with my brother. And it's like it's just, it's like it's there's no miniatures. It's like it's like these these little maps, and you put them together to make the asteroid. And one player's like the the mad computer player, and the other player is like the force of like scientists and soldiers that have to go to the asteroid to like kill the robot brain, and then like kill the robot the, brain, yeah, yep. and, and like and like divert the asteroid so it doesn't crash into the earth. The whole that whole thing, <laughs> and it's like it's a little cardboard chits you know yep. it's like because you didn't have like, <laughs> bottles you just had little yeah you had pieces cardboard little chits and this game and i found i saw it at this place yesterday I'm like oh my god i found this game it was 15 dollars. like so I, you bought I, it i bought it of course yeah, you so did i'd be mad at you if you told that whole story and then you didn't buy that game for 15 dollars. Yeah, yeah so so i bought it and uh i'm like reading through the rules i'm like <laughs> <laughs> like like some it's like some of the characters you're like this guy's a soldier he's pretty good with a gun cool and then another character it's like a dog and there's like two pages of rules for this dog because <laughs> it can like it's like harder to hit so it moves faster and it can go in it but it, it can go into ventilation shafts but it needs help to get there so there has to be a character next to them to help them up but if it does that it loses one point of movement if it goes into the shaft but once it's up there it can move at normal speed but it can't break through because it's a dog and it can't fight with its fangs or its claws because it's in a pressure suit but it can knock people over but it has to get a running jump before have a running start before it does it so if it's a, Runs from one space. It's this. It's two. It's this. It's, it's like, oh my goodness! All these crazy rules. And there's like a character in there. 
she's it's a, it's a, there's like a it's like the professor's daughter of course and during the game it's like she's like during the game you have to roll for all the other male members in your group and one of them whoever rolls the lowest falls in love with this character what, what, <laughs> what, what kind what? of insanity are you playing <laughs> so it's like they're trying to like recreate a movie right so remember this game was written in 1980 so everything is like yeah. you know like it's got seventies like, oh, sensibilities running through like, it the whole time. It's like, it's like, oh my gosh! It's like so she has to. She falls in love with one of the male characters, and it's like so if she's in the station, that character won't leave if she's still in there, and vice versa. And these three people won't leave the station if the dog is still in there. And this guy hates the dog, and he doesn't care about the dog, and the dog won't help him. It's like, oh my god! That's funny. <laughs> so, so, so it's fabulous. It's just so overwrought. It's it's great. So I'm gonna bring it home, and me and my brother are gonna play it. I'm so, so I, was, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, games designer workshop. There's something else. I, I actually, there's a. I looked up a YouTube video of it, and there's a guy from like I don't know, like three years ago. He's he's like goes through the game, and like really, yeah, it's like an hour and a half long YouTube video of a dude presenting the game going through the background all the rules and he plays like a couple turns of it and he's got like these little these little tweezers that he yeah. uses to, to handle the, the cardboard chits on the board oh my goodness <laughs> it's like wow this is amazing that is crazy <laughs> that's funny though that's yeah. funny that you found that that would be really oh, cool yeah. yeah I couldn't believe it but yeah. other than that um, trying to think. Just that's probably that's it for lately. But, that's you know, it for lately. lately. Anything that you any projects you finished up in the last month or two? I mean, um, what did I do? I think I I, I painted. Oh, I paint. I think like I painted. I painted Bastion. I don't think I mentioned that before. Painted him, no. I painted him specifically for a game because we went through. Like, we did like a little narrative gaming. Uh. You know, a couple of friends did some other narrative gaming, and I painted up. I tried to paint up a model for each one of those new games. So I painted Bastion and some, some other stuff. I painted. I think I painted. I can't remember what I painted for the corn game. I think I painted. Oh, I painted a new, uh, a new corn herald, one of the new demons. Oh, nice. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to get into narrative gaming a little bit, you know. Which is always, which is kind of a good prelude to Path to Glory, right? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, I'm reading this and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it's come a For long like, way from when it was first came out. Because when oh it, yeah, 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 when it first came out, it was like an idea. This is actually really well. Put together I know they actually have now. rules now. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, is that is that all yeah, of your pretty, hobby stuff? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I okay. mean, yeah. Let's see what have I been doing. Um, I actually went through because, like, a lot of stuff down here got shifted and moved about and things were going on. And so I just pulled everything out, and I think I cataloged just about everything I own. Mm. So at least I kind of know what I have now. Oh, my God. And, I do not want to do that. I, did, I needed to. I needed to pull it <laughs> because I needed to go through and see what is stuff that needs to be sold. What is stuff that I don't oh, play okay. with anymore? Yeah. 
you oh, my know. brother dropped my brother dropped off all his old Warhammer stuff at my house the other day. Oh God! See, and the, the stuff I haven't gone through is some of the stuff. I think there's a box of something closed that I had put up for sale before that didn't sell. Uh-huh. I still got it away. I still have some of Barnett's stuff that I haven't checked yet. Yeah. But yeah. for the most part, I'm going through all this, and I just I need to know what I have, what I can play with, what I don't need, because mm-hmm. I want to keep clearing out and making room for stuff. And so yeah. that's, you know, I've been doing that. But then I was like, oh, wow, I have this, I have this, I have this. So now I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure stuff out, put stuff together. Um, now, Games Workshop was nice enough to send us a copy of Leviathan. Yes. So we've been looking at the 40K rules. You took mm-hmm. the Space Marines. I got the... Tyranids, and then we went in halfsies on another box so that we'd have the second set of rules. You kept the yeah. rules in the Space Marines. I took the Tyranids. Yeah. So I built all of that. I primed all of that with Averland Sunset. I don't even know if they make that color anymore, but I have like two cans of it, and so I'm just using it as the base on this. You, you built two halves of Leviathan Tyranids already? Oh, yeah. I did in a couple days. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've been hobbying like a little bit every night, every freaking day i said you know what i'm on summer vacation and i get up in the morning and i clean up my house and i do yard work and i just like all the stuff i don't get to do during the school year because i'm grading papers at night like i'm just cleaning up the house working uh you know get through plus i got two people in the house who work from home like they work remotely so you can't make Mm -hmm. a lot of noise so once i get stuff done i just kind of go upstairs to the table it's like i can sit there and read and i'm doing something i'm just gonna be built so i built that now, we're talking the last couple of months. We haven't had a hobby night. I got m- some more of my Chaos Slaves to Darkness painted. At this point, I got 10 of the 20 Warriors painted. I got all, I got 15 of my 20 Chosen painted. Uh, the five knights 15 are- 15 Chosen? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that like- a thousand points. Basically, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I was out of my mind. Don't ask questions. Um, <laughs> and Games Workshop sent us some of that stuff, and I already had some stuff. So, yeah. like, I was like, "Is twenty warriors enough?" And I'm like, oh, "I don't want to go buy another box of warriors right now." And then I looked, and I was like, "I have like twenty of the old warriors, like the yeah, <laughs> standing sure. at attention ones." I'm like, "If I have to, I'll use these." Yeah, um, that's the, that's the, those are the ones I use. But so I got all that painted, and I got the five knights are almost painted. Um, I did build uh, the Varengard box, so I have a, a unit of three Varengard. Nice. Um, and like, I, uh, what else did I do? I painted, like I said, I painted some more of that. Oh, I uh, I didn't build the units, but I built all the terrain from my old. I had a Kill Team Orc box, like the old oh, Orc yeah. box. So I built those things, got them done. Uh, I built all the terrain. From uh, my uh, the Octaria set, got that okay. built. I, oh, I built the ter- that. Re- that yeah. reminds me of something else that I did. Go ahead, we'll go go for it. I painted a Harlequin kill team. Aha! Nice. Mm-hmm. I love the Harlequins. The Void Dancer troop, right? I have the one that was actually in the book. I don't have the one from the from the, the White G- Dwarf. Yeah, from the White Dwarf. Um, but. Uh, if you do you have that issue, I don't even know. I don't know what issue it is. I, I if not, I have it. I, I have it at home. If you need it, I can. Well, and plus, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I have the. I'm part of the Warhammer, plug or whatever that thing is. I think I have access to some. Oh, the vault. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. in there. It's it's definitely in there. Yeah, so I mean, I I can get it. Um, well, I, I did play a kill team game too. Yeah. Cool. 
Very cool. I love Kill Team. Kill Team is yeah, so I good. Yeah, I do too. It's, it's really fun. Kill Team might be my favorite thing, actually, out of all the GW stuff because it's it's fun, it's cool, it's it's very dynamic, and it's 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, of all the short, of all the smaller games, the Warcry, mm-hmm. all that stuff, uh, Underworlds, it's, it's, I, Kill Team is the best. To me, it's... It's. I think it's a really cool 40k experience. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like the factions play more like their lore yep. than they do in the big game. Yeah, because everyone's got that. This, you know, that thing where Space Marine punches your head off. Yeah, well, in this game, he punches your head off. Oh yeah, and be- I mean, the, and because the, it's, be- I think you're right. Because it's only a few models. Like every yeah. every model is like a unit doing something. So it's like yeah. it's, it's big and explosive. It's really like, great. Like, like six intercessors, they just they just murder everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you, yeah, like I could see now in the lore, like why you'd be scared of six space marines but because they just cool murder, they just kill everything. I played, but I played uh, Harlequins against space marines. Yeah, and uh, until the Harlequins closed the distance. Until mm-hmm. I realized I had to spend all my points on speeding them up in the beginning, yeah, the space marines were shooting the crap out of them. We got yeah. into close combat though, yeah, and Harlequins have so many bonuses and so yeah. many dice, and it was just like, oh, I took out a sp- like, oh, I just took out a space marine in close combat, and I'm like walking right. away, going for the next fight. I'm like, what just happened? Yeah, see, it's like the the intercessor one, you can gear towards melee or shooty equally as well yeah um or you can have like a little bit of both and so i i have a little bit of both in my like the space marine like the, the sergeant the intercessor sergeant with the power fist yeah but i'm just saying <laughs> that's a monster but that's i mean the harlequin that's that's their move though they have yeah, uh, yeah. they're crazy all the, the, of them the new, are crazy good up close yeah, the, but at a distance like oof okay not so hot the, the, well the new void dancer troop they have some awesome weapons they yeah. have the death they have the death jester in there mm-hmm. that dude rocks He's got a shuriken cannon. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's no joke. Yeah. But so uh, I have a, I, okay. I, I wish I had some proper music for this because it's time for some hobby shame. I'm going to, we're having a hobby shame episode. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I'm not shaming anyone. Uh, I am just admitting something to my own shame. Let me mark the time here because if I can find some good music, it needs it. Hobby shame. Okay. Uh <laughs> So there I was, <laughs> and I was building the Gallo Fall. Now I didn't build the models from Octarius or Gallo Fall because I don't know Gallo Dark. Gallo Dark. What? Yeah. What? What's the? What's the thing with the Gallo the, Dark? Yeah. It's the ship. This is the ship. But it's the one that comes with the leaves yeah. of Votan and the other thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, Gallo it's, Dark. It's, Sorry. Um. So I was. You know, I'd been building a lot of stuff, and I was cranking through different things. I said, I'm going to build, and this was the last box of the terrain. I'd been building terrain all day and part of the day before. And it was Friday, and Joe Bob was on, on Shutter. And so, as I am wont to do when Joe Bob is on Shutter at 8 o'clock, I am down in the crypt. There is nothing bothering me. I am watching horror movies and I am building. And I may now I may uh have been um not altogether clear headed because it was Friday. <laughs> and I was, I was enjoying a, an adult beverage perhaps? Uh something like that. Mm-hmm. And I build 
all of this terrain, and it's all the short hallways, right? With the yeah, because it's that hallway fighting. Next morning, I get up, I wake, I finish it all, I put it away, I keep watching Joe Bob, I keep having fun, good time, kind of just fall asleep in my recliner. I get up the next morning, I'm looking, I'm putting it all together. I glued all the doors shut. <laughs> They're on hinges. You just glue the hinge. You just yeah. glue the hinge part, and then they're on hinges. I glued all the doors shut. It's like an integral, an, in, an integral part of the game. I glued all the doors shut. The terrain is useless. I spent a couple hundred bucks on a box, and I flipping Ooh. ruined it. You if anybody knows, if hey, if anybody knows how, because I glued it, like they're not going to swing. Like I'm going to, I'm, I'm, but because all that stuff's glued together, unless I could find a way to get it all apart, and I'm going to have to do some real work. If anybody knows how to. I mean, it was plastic glue, dude. It was plastic yeah. glue. Like that stuff's fused. I there's I I ruined it. I am <laughs> so angry with myself right now. Um, I'm gonna have to use tokens to show when the door is open. The coolest part of this game is using the actions and opening the flipping <laughs> doors. And oh, look, it's so cinematic. No, it's a token, <laughs> a little cardboard chip, like your ridiculous dog game. <laughs> That's what it is. That's because amazing. I ruined a two hundred dollar set. Mm. Because what? and this and this, if you know me at all, the, I will say this: I do a lot of hobby nights with Rotor. I'll be painting. I'll, I'll be, he's like, "What do you do?" I'm hobbying. He's like, "Oh, me too." So we'll just call. Sure. And we'll just sit on the phone with each other. I remember I was building a box of the <laughs> of the Realm Lords archers. <laughs> and there's one where when you look at it, like everyone else, you put the front and the back of the body together and you put the arms in, right? Yeah. Well, on this one shape one, like this one part, you have to put the front and then and then jive in the arm into the slot and then put the back on. Yeah. And I did it wrong the first time. And then once again, I should I should I I should not hobby and inebriate <laughs> because I did it wrong like four more times that night. Oh man! After, over like two hours, I built several boxes for Harrison and Rotors. Like classic white tech, you are an idiot. And I've done this before, <laughs> but never with an expensive set like that. Like you know, like I, I don't mess. Like I didn't mess up building the Nagash model. You know, like yeah. I, that I don't. You know, I never yeah. mess it up with the big stuff. But here I am, just. Like I'm, and I'm just getting in that groove, right? And I look, yeah. and I don't pay attention, and it's like, oh, you don't have to. And I was like, and next thing I knew, they're all glued shut. They're all. I was like, I am. If you had realized, if you had, if you had realized it within like an hour, you could still probably pry them open. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been over a week now, and I just, you know what? I sat there looking at it the whole day, and I'm like, I'm so angry at myself. And Harrison finally was like, I don't want to hear it. Because <laughs> I just kept looking at it, and shaking my head. I was just, just like steaming every, you know, ask any sort of question. Hey, Dad, could you pass the salt? Yeah, God, I can't believe I did that. Here's your salt. I can't. <laughs> like, there's any time, any time I, uh, that's some hobby I mean, shame maybe, right there. I mean, maybe you could like. That should know, be our next contest. Oh, you know what? You can saw them open. We and hit, then put a little pin. Put a little pin in there where the joints are. I don't maybe, know. I don't know. I got, but see, that's what I would have to do. I would have to cut it all off, and then I would have to take it. And since since the 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 actual hinge parts were and uh, you know are glued in, but the actual uh, door part, yeah. I'd have to yeah drill that out and use metal rods or something. Yeah, uh, and, you, could, you, could, you could drill in. You could drill in from the top, 
That's and drill so all drill all the way down. Work. Loose, and loosen it up and like saw out the the door for door with like I'd a little have to uh, saw that I, little I, plunge I, I, saw. You know what I you have? Little, you need a little plunge saw to get in there. I have some fancy jewel saws. Yeah. So I see if I get one that's good. I can get it. And this is going to be work that I'm not doing right now. I have so much other stuff to do. <laughs> so right now, it's ruined. Is it fixable? Yes. Yes. It, would it, it? The amount of time I would spend <laughs> would, I, I think my time that it would take me to do all those doors and fix it, is yeah. far more valuable than just being angry with myself and buying another set and leaving all those doors <laughs> open. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, so that we, I know it looks like a door, but these doors that are that are, are this color, those are the doors you can't get through because of the the warfare. Right, and, the, and the warp the has fused them shut. Yes, so we're gonna. That's what I'm gonna have to do. I'm so angry. Don't they so have angry. a? They have tokens in that set, right? To so show like breaches and stuff. Yeah, that's what I have to do. I have to use tokens. We talked about yeah. this. Yeah, I'm so angry with me. Uh, so what else did I do? Uh, let's see. I built some more. St- I built some Horus Heresy stuff, and I, um, okay, I lost track now. Yeah, but I did all of those. Um, oh, and then I built, <laughs> and this isn't. Warhammer, but I built the uh, start the Shatterpoint Star Wars Shatterpoint starter box set. Oh yeah, built that, put that all together, playing that. That game's awesome. We're gonna do. I'm gonna do a garage gamer on on this because this game is really fun. Um, I actually liked it enough that I went out and I've picked up. Uh, I think there are five extra teams at this point you can get. I've got three yeah. of them. I've got the General Kenobi, the Hello There box. Mm-hmm. The uh, twice the pride, twice the fall, um, Count Dooku box, and then is that the one with the droids in it? Yeah, that's the one I would play. And then I got, uh, I picked up the General Grievous with the other droids too. So I think I could paint those because the droids are with three to a base. Yeah, there it's I dude. Could, it's I, it's really simple, and honestly, it's uh, the game is. I think really I can paint a droid army in like an afternoon. Oh well, this. I mean, you only play with eight models. So yeah. if once you pick which 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 eight you want to use, it's eight models. It's not yeah. hard. Yeah. Uh, I got to get my my eight chosen and painted because I'm playing in the Thursday tournament at Gen Con. Oh, nice. I signed up like right when it opened up because it was selling out, and um, and then we went on vacation and I never got to learn how to play. So now I'm trying to paint it all and learn how to play now. That's what I've been doing last week. When's Gen Con? Uh, the first weekend of August. Oof, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm just an idiot. You know what it is? I go there. I want. I want to play on something, and uh, I was kind of surprised. I went through the whole list of all the events, and I I don't know if I mentioned this last episode, but uh, there is there are events for every Games Workshop game, uh, including some they don't make anymore. Uh, but there's Blood Bowl, there's Warcry, there's a lot of Warcry, actually. There's uh-huh. um, Underworlds, there's... Um, kill Team. Kill, kill team. Uh, I'm sorry, a lot of Kill Team, some Warcry, yeah. lots of Kill Team. There's 40K. Yeah. People are playing Necromunda, there's Mordheim games going on, there's lots of Space Ow. Hulk. There is not one AOS event. What? Nope. There is not really? one AOS event being. I went through I, unless they added it late, uh, but I checked yeah. as of last week and there was nothing listed because I'm like, 
I just want to like see a, what they're doing because I yeah, like a, like a three round thousand points just right like a three round thing. So um, I, I was like, wow, nothing, and I was like, even just an eight man, just something to represent. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna kind of look into that because I know one of the things I am signed up for for Gen Con is one of the things where you meet the people who run the thing and it's like you have an idea do you want to do something run something do you want to be a part of this this is the meeting you go to you can always get the info and decide this ain't for me Mm -hmm. but I'm going to get the info okay so we'll see what happens but there is no AOS so I am signed up for uh, Shatterpoint which by the way if you're on the if you like Star Wars and you're on the fence about this game this game's great yeah so next year it's the Garage Hammer Open at Gen Con. Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, you know that would be cool. That would be cool. But I don't know. So, but like I said, <laughs> I've been. It, I mean, lots of stuff. I've been constantly building. I primed a lot of this. I'm 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 painting a little. I'm painting slower than I want to, but it's getting done. Like I'm getting close to having two thousand points done for Slaves to Darkness, which means next step is. Um, move over and start painting. The, uh, try to get two thousand done for Realm Lords. Yeah, um, well, we could. We could also. I think the next step after you paint that army is to play a game with it. Perhaps. Well, yes, and that's. I'm hoping. <laughs> well, I'm hoping too soon because I want. I I really want to get a game even before I'm done painting it. I want to get a game in with it. Okay. I've, I've got all my. I've I've basically pretty much got everything that's not a hero or a monster painted. Sweet. I I I I've only got to paint like once I finish this to get to two thousand points. I think I've got enough. I just have to paint the characters, the, okay. the leader models, and I've got two K. So yeah, I just we can play our new armies against each other. Absolutely, absolutely. Oakenbrow, Oakenbrow, Sylvaneth versus I don't know. What are you playing? Cabalists, Cabalists? Well, right now, to, I don't think so. Although now I might with the new General's Handbook, but my originally mm. I've been playing either. I, I pretty much play uh, the uh, Army of the Everchosen, whatever it is. Oh, uh, yeah. Not the Empty Throne guys, not the yeah. Varengar guys, but the Everchosen, because it makes just about all my stuff uh, battle line. Battle, yeah. This like yeah. right now. In fact, and oh, I don't. I have to paint. I I thought I had painted twenty Warriors of Chaos, and I only painted ten. I never even built the other ten, so I just finished building them. Okay. And so it's like if I play Army of the Everchosen, then. I've got a uh, one unit of uh, warriors, one unit of knights, which are battle line, and then army that ever chosen makes my chosen battle line. Yeah. So then, uh, basically, my whole army's battle line, except for one or two things I'm adding in, like a, you know the gore beast chariot, and then a couple of characters. So I'm actually mm-hmm. really close to getting that army just basically, you know, finished enough to to play. Cool. But so yeah, I'm just I'm trying to spend a little bit uh, every day. I, I, I need I need to carve out me time. Yeah, you know, just, who's, your, who's your who's your general going to be? I don't know. I got a lord on a carcadrac, probably. I, I, yeah, you know, that guy's awesome. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, I got a couple of demon princes, so I could do that. I got some ogroid theradons if I want to bring them in later. Yeah. But I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, I got the basics that were in that box set that they got, yeah, and yeah. it's. I'm having fun painting it. You know, uh, it's just uh, everything about it. I'm having a good time with. So it's just and that cool. when you're doing that, when it's not tedious. Yeah. Then I think you just get into the hobby. Like the Tyranids was brand new for me. Mm-hmm. I never had any any desire to play them. I and I only ever I've only ever played Space Marines. I played a uh, you know with the uh, with Kill Team. I played other stuff, but I've only ever right. played Space Marines. 
And now this is like, well, this is kind of, and of all of them, this is the one that interested me the least. It's like, interesting, weird hive mind. We un, like, we don't really understand it. It's just an eating machine. Like mm-hmm. it just, it, you know, they can't they can't ally with anything because they won't ally with anything because they eat every. I'm like this. I don't know. Then I look at these models. Like these models are kind of rad. And I'm just yeah. like, you know what? Forget it. I'm. I looked at the box they sent me. I said I'm not doing another Space Marine Army. <laughs> right. So I'm like Chris, please say you want the Space Marine half. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I got uh, a third uh, one. Uh, a friend of mine is sending me his because he's like, I'm not using it, and you, you know, you can use it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll have, paint. Uh, yeah, I'll probably paint up half the one of the sets as Ultramarines, the other one is Blood Angels. Probably what I'll do. Nice. I'm doing yeah. yellow and black. I'm getting the total okay. bumblebee thing. I think that that's kind of a cool color pattern. Um, yeah. And I, I've never painted like a yellowy army. You know, like I've done purples and stuff, like the purple and cream that's on the box. That's normally what I would go with. But mm-hmm. I've painted. I've never painted anything that's yellow. So I'm trying for that. That's what I'm doing with them. Cool. What do you think about? Uh, them discontinuing a bunch of the Empire range. Did you see that email or that uh, post? No, what was that? No, when did so this happen? All, so this happened last week. Uh, uh, Game, Games Workshop basically. Games Workshop basically posted that they're discontinuing a bunch of stuff. Are they discontinuing, or is it moving into? No, it's just gone. Like uh, what? Let me see if I can find. The How article. did I miss this? I mean, I've been busy the last week or two. Don't get me wrong; I got a lot yeah. happening, but and I haven't. I've been just hobbying along. My I have not been online nearly as much as I normally am. Oh, where the heck is this? Oh, yeah, Cities of Sigmar range announcement it was on uh, 13 July. And the at Warhammer community. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me flip over to their articles. Uh, Age of Sigmar. And 13 July? Mm-hmm. It's called the Cities of Sigmar Range Announcement. Cities of Sigmar Range. So it shows, like, all the models they have currently, which is kind of cool. They got those five knights, three characters, the new foot, the, the foot troops. And, uh... Some of the stuff is staying. Here Steam it is. tank, yeah, steam tank, Huraconum, Imperial Gripen, those are staying. Dwarden and elves, they're pretty much all staying. The, uh, but uh, there's a bunch of stuff that's leaving. Okay, so oh, here we go. Okay, so free guild general on foot, free guild. So this all is this going to be usable for the old world? Would assume it is. Free Guild Guard. Hell, I have a bunch of this. I tried <laughs> to sell this before. Nobody wanted this. I have a whole army of this. Yeah, I got a bunch of this stuff. <laughs> the Hellbuster Volley Guns going Flame away? Flamespire oh. Phoenix? I know. I was bummed about that one. And the Demigriff Knights. I, I'm kind of bummed about that as well. Phoenix Guard going bye-bye. Oh, wow. The Shadow no- Warriors. Sisters of Avalorn going bye-bye. Hmm. Wow. I know. Huh. Well, that's uh, it's thirteen. Yeah, thirteen kits, huh? Yeah. I mean, it says in uh, here you could still use if you it's like some of the stuff is staying, right? So like, you could still use 
your it says you like wildwood rangers you know guys with great weapons uh-huh. it's just elves with great weapons you could just use them as executioners cool Elite L's are two as executioners. Elite L's yeah. are two enders. That okay. So yeah, I mean they're not saying you can't use them to proxy, but they are just taking. Yeah. You know. Okay. Like 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 the foot troops, the foot the new foot troops are just dudes with shields and weapons. Right. You could still you could still use your. You could still use your. I mean yeah. You could, there's stuff you could use this for. Not having an entry for this particular like free guild guard won't have a unit entry. Hellblaster volley gun will not have a unit entry. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm surprised by that one. And the Hellstorm like, Rocket, what? I was surprised that those are going are they, out. Are they just not going to have artillery? The, well, they have other artillery. I mean, they lost they, the dwarf cannon along. T- okay, there have been things that have sort of disappeared along the way, quietly small yeah. things, but this is going to be a big thing all at once for one specific army. Yeah. But this is, I mean, some of this stuff is 20 years old or more. Oh, yeah. Some of this yeah. stuff is, and I'm not talking about the models. I'm just talking about these entries, and it's a it's a new game. It's I mean, they made changes. Right. Eventually, that's going to have to happen. I right. mean, they're phasing out regular Marines now, or aren't they? Or aren't all Marines now regular Marines or whatever? Cause no, they 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 kind of backtracked. I think on that. Oh, okay. They're keep they're keeping the firstborn Marines. Okay, so they, like, are they getting their like, own unit entries or something like I that? Mean, they, they're in there. Okay, I, I, Tact- I don't tactical know. squads are in there. Scouts, yeah. they're in there. You know. So, um, like Terminators? I thought they said Primaris. The Primaris keyword or something sort of disappeared, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So now, now and like, transports are not locked now. So, like, anybody can ride in a Land Raider. You put your intercessors in there if you want. Go, oh, go wow. to town. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize this, and this makes me kind of sad, but it also, I mean... Uh, it, yeah. The, demi, the ones that gets me are, like, the Demigriff Knights and the Flamespire Phoenix. You I was kind of bummed about those, because I have... A pretty cool one. <laughs> Honestly, demigriff knights could be subbed for any knights if you put them I on the right say, model. I, I mean, they're as knights. So, as as, yeah, you know, you're right because, like, even these new ones, yeah, that they have, you could just put a demigriff knight on that base. He might fit. It, it, I think it might fit. I mean, I haven't seen it up close. If you can make yeah. it fit, then why not? I mean, uh, the, yeah, the, you the know, demigriff knights are beautiful models. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know what you would. I don't know what you'd do with the Flamespire Phoenix. That one makes me sad because those guys have only been out like five or six years. It's remember, been longer than that, hasn't it, it? Was it? Did they come out in eight? Oh, did they come out in eighth or did they come out near yeah, the end times? They've been out in eighth, since eighth so edition. that's ten years. Okay, so that is yeah. ten years. I guess you could just say, "Here's my Flamespire Phoenix with Elf on back. Uh, it's a a Griffin. Use the Imperial Griffin rules, I guess." Well, I I mean. Yeah, see, it's got to be on the size too, because you know, could it be a dragon? Could it be a different dragon for like a? I don't know. Could it be a stormcast dragon? Like, yeah, I suppose so. I'm just saying, it's it's not any other. If they're discontinuing it, it's not. You can't confuse it with a different model. Exactly. It doesn't. It it can't possibly be a flame spire phoenix because there's no flame spire phoenix anymore. Right. Wow, I didn't know about this. I feel like a big dum dum head. Oh, and, oh, thanks! Oh, thanks a lot there. I noticed a long pause with no contradiction, Chris. Oh, sorry, I was looking at the list. Hang on, lamenting, lamenting <laughs> that the Phoenix Guard were gone. No, Dave, you're not a dumb dumb head. It's okay. Thank you. I appreciate Don't even worry it. about it. I had to prompt you on that. You, you, <laughs> oh, I no, can't believe oh, you. Man. I have like, cause they, remember they had like a whole Phoenix Temple. Yeah, they it's did. Even the, it's even in the lore. Yeah, the Phoenix Guard. I mean this. But right, uh, yeah, no, all of this stuff. I mean, uh, it makes me sad, but it's kind of gotta. Something's gotta 
be figured yeah, I think, out there. I think everyone knew this was going to happen sooner or later. It's been five years at this point. Yeah. And, and honestly, this even if you like Cities, and I have no problem with Cities of Sigmar. It's a cool right. concept, but it really kind of felt like, okay, you know, we have the Empire of Man. Here's the Empire... But I mean, how many people have raised the, raised the question? So it's thousands of years and civilizations later in the mortal realms. Because how long there were civilizations before Sigmar got there, right? Yeah, yeah. And, he's like, and these humans, he just showed them stuff, and they all just picked up the exact same, you know, <laughs> yeah. everything. You the, know, like got the puffy pants and the, yeah, the, the, yeah, that's the style they chose out of all the billions right. they could have. It's like <laughs> this did feel sort of like yes, we need this type of an army, but you know, yeah. And honestly. It, I bet Cities of Sigmar was pretty underplayed in like tournaments and stuff. I don't. I don't think I've. I've. I've only ever. I think I've only ever faced off against against one in like a Path to Glory game, like one time ever. Yeah, I know people who swear like, by how much they love Cities of Sigmar, but I haven't really played against it either. And no. that's that's not downplaying. Look, if these are the models you have and you love them, and now that you you can't find a way to proxy them for something else, that sucks. I'd be annoyed too. Yeah. You know, but what can you do? You know, there's I'm, just certain kind things. Of, you know, dwarf dwarf rangers. I had a bunch of them. I just have to use them as dwarf soldiers. Why? Because there's no dwarf rangers anymore. Right. And it seems like the dwarden and most of the dwarden and most of the elves are staying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I said, I. It's a weird thing. I'm I am so excited to see the Cities of Sigmar book and see what they're doing with it after they showed us all those cool models. I'm very excited to see what's going on yeah. with that. I also, I mean, we got yeah. th- we got stuff about Gits in here. We got stuff from the the Fire Slayers here. Um, we had I mean, we had all these different things coming in. We've got the new um, the new uh, so uh, not Grave Lords the. Um, Flesh Eater Courts, like, you know there's going to be stuff coming out. I'm so excited to see where this is going. Oh, yeah. Like, this is really they, cool. We don't, they haven't even, that's kind of, isn't that weird? They haven't even hinted the Flesh Eater Courts book yet. Nope. Like, and it's, I, 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 I don't know. Nothing. Like, But there's like got, it's got to be, it's got this book. to be. And it's the last book. And this, well, this is what's kind of right. fun because now that we're going into eventually, like I said, we're all talking next year is probably going to be the fourth, you know, the fourth edition. You know, the first yeah. edition comes out and it's dropping a whole new game. So we're all getting used to it. Second edition, they right. move the story a bit. We get something kind of cool. Malign Portance, well, like we didn't know what was happening with Malign Portance. Remember the, when that came out? Like big, one or two books and it was, I think it was one book before yeah, the edition the rules came out. Change, the rules changes from... Second edition to first edition were huge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it is, second it edition new, really cleaned it all up. Yeah, I mean, it was a new game. But what I'm talking about is we got the malign portents and all this stuff yes. happens in this. Yeah, then we got the uh, broken realms or whatever broken it was. Realms yeah. Books. yeah, and now it's like okay, there's four books here, and this is going to bring about changes in the story, and this is bring about changes, and we get a new edition with all the, the cleaned up new rules. Yeah. So now it's like we got harbingers. I'm pretty yeah. certain. You know, I've I've watched it now. How it's unfolded. This is what's happening. We're going to move the story. We're going to get some new rules. We're going to get some new stuff. This is this. I'm so excited. Yeah. And I know I said it a bunch of times. It's like, but now that we kind of know what the pattern is, and we're seeing now we're seeing it happen. It's like, oh, this is going to be good. Like I'm going through that Harbinger's book. I know, you know, Games Workshop let us see it ahead of time, so we could do mm-hmm. the the so we could review it. That's get it out on you know quickly. 
Yeah. But as soon as it came out at the store, I picked it up and I'm going through it now. And now I'm really digging. I got a hard okay. copy in front of me and I'm like, where are yeah. the clues? What's going on? What's going to happen? <laughs> because they do a great job with that. And I'm excited yeah. about it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see when they tease the second book and what it's going to be about. Uh, yeah. No kidding. I, I, I'm, I mean, are they gonna like? Are they just going into like the regiments of renown, like path? Where they gonna? I mean, how many regiments of renown did they release with that one? Four. Four. Jeez. Yeah, fire slayers, gets flesh eater courts, and Nurgle. Yeah, so we're gonna get four more <laughs> per book. <laughs> what well, is that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's is there that's sixteen factions. Oh, that would be crazy to bring literally everything in on this, and everybody gets a little regiment of renown. Their yeah. rules are a little weird too. They are. Yeah. Like you can take this, but only if you don't have this. You can't take it with this army because it's part yeah. of that army. But you can take it as a regiment. But if you do that, you can't have other allies. It's like okay, this is really. I'm. I just. It's. It's really getting my hobby. Uh, you know, excitement going, which mm-hmm. is then translating into I'm hobbying more. Right. In fact, I I had a couple of uh, hobby nights on. Uh, we have the uh, the Patreon Discord, mm-hmm. and I did a couple of live. I was I'm, I, I'm like I'm hobbying, so I just I was like I'll be on, and then people popped in and were saying hi. And we were all hobbying together, and I think I'm going to try to do a couple more of those in a couple of evenings over the next couple of weeks because that was I yeah. I, I got really productive and it was fun to see a bunch of people jumping on, and it's so funny, you know, it's two of us, and then there's a third guy, and, and the guy jumps in, and says, so what are you guys all working on? And then we're all <laughs> talking about what we're working on, and then like yeah. 20 minutes later, someone else jumps on. First question, what are you guys all working on? So we run it through. <laughs> yeah. Then we start laughing because by the time the eighth or ninth person shows up, like we're yeah. all like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> so then we just started introducing ourselves. We're like, and instead of just waiting for them to ask, we just like we're introducing ourselves. He's like, I'm, I'm working on this. Hey, it's me. Yeah. I'm working on this. <laughs> so that's the Garage Hammer Discord, if you didn't know. Well, that's and we got that open up for the Patreon patrons. So that's like a bonus yeah. you get if you, if you join the Patreon page. Um, yeah. I was just I'm I'm still trying to learn about it and the the guys on the Patreon are really nice about my 51 year old uh losing ability to try new technology bits uh self <laughs> um so everyone's been pretty cool but yeah we've been trying that and I'm going to keep doing that I think because I think that's really fun yeah, give I, me, send send me a message next time you do that I'll see if I can jump on I will and I'm going to I'll post it up on the on the Patreon uh, yeah. Page and I'll make sure you know too, because yeah, just jump on. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, we did the Discord, just the live on the Discord, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's got video and audio, and everyone jumps in. It was fun. It was really cool. cool. Um, I think that's all my hobby. We've had a couple of game nights. Um, you know, Barnett's come by, but that's mostly like board game type yeah. nights. Uh, we played some Vampire Vendetta, some Trogdor, the board game. Uh, Disney Villainous is a very popular one here. I saw that at the when I was at this game shop. Uh, Villainous was great. Night. Villainous. It looked kind of interesting. It's great. It's like, it's, uh, it's one of it's those like a card game. Yeah. Well, you each play a Disney villain. Yeah. And like, there's a Star Wars expansion. I saw like the Marvel one. And there's yeah, there's different expansions. It's all playing bad guys, and um, it's a cool game because. You 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 kind of you can mess with your neighbor. You can go after them and attack them. But everyone's mm-hmm. got a little thing in front of them, and everyone's got their own sort of. It's kind of like playing uh, Chaos in the Old World. It's like okay. what do you call it? asymmetrical? 
Everyone yeah. has their own goal to get. You know, Captain Hook has to get a lot of treasure. Um, Ursula has to get the trident. And you're playing your cards and doing this and fighting certain enemies and trying to get your thing to happen while stopping other people's from happening. Um, it's really a fun game. Hmm. It works really well. Um, we played this card game called No Thank You. I don't um, know it, that one. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's got a bunch of cards, and the cards are all just numbers. And I think it runs from like 8 to f- 38 or 8 to 42 or something like that. Um, and then everyone gets a, 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 some tokens, you get a handful of tokens. And the object of the game is to have the lowest score at the end. Okay. So I flip the first card and it's a 22 and I don't want, because at the end you add up all your card, all the numbers you have oh, on your okay, cards. Yeah. So I don't want a 22. So I put a little token on it and I pass. As long as I have tokens, I can pass. Eventually someone's going to take the card. When you take the card, you get all the tokens at the end of the game, every token you have takes your score down by one. So you don't want to put too many on. You want to try to collect them. The other rule is if you get a, like a string of cut numbers in a row, like I got, I got 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, uh, any cards that are strung together in a row, uh, you only count the lowest card in that. So okay. suddenly cards come up. I've got a string in a row where I, got, I, had a, I had a 16, 17, 18, 19, right? So 20 comes up. Nobody wants 20. It's a big number. So they're yeah. all putting tokens on because they want to skip it. I even throw a token on and don't take it just to force them to put tokens on again because uh-huh. they really don't want it. Then I take the 20. It doesn't count against me because it's a, right. it's in my string, and I get all their tokens. This game takes like 20 minutes to play. Okay. You, you, after the first like after the first go-round and flipping of a card, yeah, everybody gets it. Just kind of figure it out. It's so much fun. It's so much more fun than any game that simple. Like, I, I explain it. It's like, that sounds dumb. It's not. It's total beer and pretzels. Um, but it is so much fun, and it's really easy to learn. So even your friends who aren't into games, like, yeah. everybody can count to 40 or however, whatever, whatever the highest card is, but it's around 40. Everybody can mm-hmm. count. Then you can look at cards and you can decide if you want them or not. It's so simple. And when people come over, it's super, and it's even shorter. Like everyone can learn how to play Settlers of Catan. Your non gamer friends can all play Settlers. Yeah. Uh, this is like that, only faster, like a, gotcha. a quicker game. So, um, yeah. Well, easier just... than eight, eight player Gore Chosen. Easier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, we've been doing a lot of that. So, I mean,. <laughs> But that's, that's our holiday. That's our, that's our holiday, holiday game. Yes, it is. A player we're chosen. Um, one of these days, Barnett's coming over. Harrison and I went in on the Kickstarter for the board game version of Europa Universalis. We actually tried it out at the like beta test of it at Gen Con, one of those or yeah. alpha test type things where they're going through it. And so it's it's like the it's it's like the computer game Europa Universalis, only on a giant board with lots of tokens and pieces. <laughs> oh, man. So we're gonna do that one day because that that's we we like that type of stupidity. So <laughs> that's yeah, but uh, that's what I've been. That's been most of my hobby. Um, out, you got anything outside? Anything you done? Like I said, we haven't talked uh, about it, movies or books. Yeah, I've a, I mean, I've read a couple of of Black Library books. I you know, oh, I'm reading. I'm reading. Uh, well, I'm listening to Martyr's Tomb right now. Okay, which is the latest in the Dawn of Fire. 40k series all right it's pretty cool i like it i think it's book six 
So I've been listening to them on audiobooks. Yep, so they're on they're on Audible now, so you can just yeah, it's it's easy. Yeah, and I've so had I, a subscription I, with them forever, so I get my my book a month, and I've I've grabbed a bunch of those. Right. This then there it's it's a uh, it's good. It's um, I'm kind of digging it. It's just it's nice mm-hmm. when I'm driving to like St. Louis, for instance. I could pop that on, make the drive go a little faster. Uh, what else? Shows. Mm. And we're going to see Oppenheimer on Sunday. I'm going at some point this weekend. I do have tickets tomorrow. I'm going at, uh, me and the, the whole fam are kind of excited. We're going to see Barbie tomorrow at like oh. 4.30. Okay. Uh, we wanted to get 5.20 tickets so Harrison wouldn't have to leave work a little early, except yeah. that, that uh, the theater by my house, the 5.20 was sold out except for like single seats scattered around Seriously? the theater. Seriously? Yes. For Barbie? Dude, they're talking. I, I hear, you hear stupid things being said like Oscar Nam for what's his name playing Ken. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're saying if you think this is just about Barbies, that's not like Greta Gerwig. First of all, Greta Gerwig is a great director, and she's done a lot of really good movies. And they're 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 de- like she didn't just pick a Barbie because she wanted to do Barbie. She's she's using this as a way to tell a really deep story. Apparently, not super okay. deep. It's still Barbie, yeah. but there's yeah. there's something there's stuff there. Like all the reviews are super good for it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and it's like, and it's short too. So we're gonna get to knocking that off Thursday afternoon, and then at some point this weekend, I have to go see Oppenheimer because yeah. I, I go see. I mean, it's 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 Christopher Nolan movie. I'm going. We're going to the IMAX. You got tickets in, for the IMAX. Nice in Warren in Warrenville. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we were gonna go. We were so this movie. Remember, so it was shot in seventy millimeter IMAX. Yeah. So, even the IMAX theater I'm going to won't still won't be able to show the full movie because the screen's not big enough. There's only like I don't know twenty theaters in the whole country that can show the actual movie in seventy really? millimeter IMAX. Yeah, that's crazy. So we were we were we were thinking about the closest one to us is in Indianapolis. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, forget all that. You know what? I'm going to go see it, whatever, if I see the whole, whatever, because it's going to come out on 4K, and I'm going to pick it up anyway, because I yeah. have all of Christopher Nolan's movies. Yeah, so we're going to go. My my son is a big movie snob, Cause, so because yeah. he, he wanted to, you know, he's like, oh, we should go see it in this format. I'm like, I don't care. I was looking for IMAX, too. Yeah. I was. I'm not going to lie, because yeah. that's going to be cool. Yeah, so we're going on Sunday. That should be cool. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, I've been watching the Marvel stuff on Disney Plus. Secret Invasion. I'm I digging it. I have not watched that yet. It's kind of on my list, but I'm kind of at a superhero overload stage. Oh, not me. I sat through Quantum Mania. I liked it. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, outside of the last twenty minutes, thirty minutes stuff with Kang, the uh, the whole uh, that whole thought, movie was playing the oh my goodness, what's happening? You know what's happening? Tell us. And then yeah. she tells him only as much as they're forcing her to tell us. And then yeah. they get into another misadventure, which could have been avoided if the, if the mom if the one character would just tell people <laughs> the stuff she that's that aggravated the hell out of me. Plus, yeah. the movie is. 90% of the movie is is all CGI. Well, and and yeah. eventually eventually I just it I, I get it it I'm not saying it's not cool. It's cool. Yeah. But I'm just desensitized they, to it at this point. I heard they made that movie at the same time as they were making Guardians 3. I liked Guardians 3 a Guardians lot. 3 was fantastic. I liked but, that movie a lot. Yeah, but I was hearing that like the resources they needed to make Guardians 3 took away from what they needed to make Quantum Mania. 
kind that's of that's possible a different way. Like I don't know, but so that's why like it's a little bit not quite as cool as it maybe should have been. But I don't know. I, don't I, thought, know, I, just, like, I, I like all Kang, those movies, so I, I I enjoy them all just fine. It's just like there's so much stuff, and I was doing other things and watching other things. I'm like, I'll get to this when I get to it. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, re- I really, I really liked Guardians Three. That was I was enjoyed so that immensely, oh my God, it was quite so a bit. Good. I'm just so trying good. to think of the movies, okay, and I'm going to tell you, say it. I went to go see Fast X, and I've seen that movie. Oh, I saw that. I've seen yep. that a couple of times, and <laughs> that movie's brilliant. And I made Harrison go with me, and Harrison hates car movies, yeah, and he hates westerns, and he just hates these movies, and he just yeah. it, 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 it aggravates him that I that I watched it. But he went with. We watched it at home. Uh, we I saw it in the theater. I went with my sister because yeah. I find out my sister's a big fan of these. I'm like, you're kidding. No one will go with me. She's like, I'll go. And then Morgan <laughs> went with, and she's like, this is insane. And she'd only ever yeah. seen five, which was the only one okay. you need to see to see this one. So she was watching yeah. it. Then she came back. She's like, it wasn't terrible. And so Harrison <laughs> went, and me, it was me. I went with Harrison, and his girlfriend went. Uh, and she yeah. loved it. We're like, we're going to go see the next. We're going to go see the. You know the 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 rest of this in the it's like yeah we're going in the theaters to see this that's yeah. a that's a theater worthy movie I'm not saying yeah. it's a good movie <laughs> but I'm saying it's a movie that you need to see on the biggest screen possible with yeah. the loudest speakers and all the popcorn that's, so that's what, what that we, is that's kind of what we did like my my daughter came over and we put it on the big you know our the yep. big TV and you know turned the sound like way up and my wife is like. Ah, you know, because she doesn't, you know, we had like, you know, like, <laughs> it's usually like 30, you know, whatever. We turn it like jack up like 50, like the walls are shaking, like the bass is like just pounding, like, oh my God. So that was kind of fun. That scene but with yeah, Jason that, Momoa doing his nails and talking to <laughs> those dead guys, that was the greatest <laughs> thing. That was I crazy. I absolutely <laughs> love that. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I saw the flash. I didn't hate the flash. I didn't see the Flash, and I'm ash- I'm kind of ashamed to say that because I don't even know if it's in the theaters anymore. And yeah. there's a, that's a movie with Batman in it that I didn't go yeah. see. But it's like yeah. I was just I thought it was cool. I want to see it. I actually do want to see it. I just like yeah. I said, it's just all there's. I just there's so much superhero movies going on, and yeah. it's like I saw I that. Just, I just I need a little with, time yeah. off. I, I we saw the new Shazam movie. I didn't hate that either. Did I, I watch the new Shazam? I, I watched half shows. of that on I, uh, on yeah. TV, and I we had to do something. I turned. I never went back and finished it. I wasn't. I I, I didn't hate it. I thought it was going to be dumb. Like, oh god, the Shazam movie. It was. It was actually decent. Well, I, I liked okay. the first one a lot. I just this yeah. one. I was just like, uh, okay. You got to You got to get maybe the the the, the last the, the final third of the movie is cool. Like yeah. the first part is like. Eh. I watched about the first half, and it was. I mean, it was okay. Yeah. It was, but here, that I think that's my problem is that we've seen so many of these superhero movies now, and they've gotten to the yeah. point where they're kind of formulaic, and that's yeah. not a, that's not even necessarily the fault of all the writers. Uh, you know, that's these are hero stories books. that we've yeah. seen, and unless you're going sure. to go and be doing like I know James Gunn is going to be taking Superman, he's, he's like I know these are these are the stories from the com- yeah. that we're going to be telling, you know, and right. he's taking right. them from there. Right. I just it's you know. Shazam two was okay. Well, it's, but yeah. it's just okay, you know. And it's like, well, I, I, you know, I got other things to watch that are better than just okay. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. before I wouldn't miss one. I was there Thursday night, you know, before the Friday openings of every one of those 
sure. Marvel movies up until Endgame. Yeah. But then Endgame was brilliant and it was huge and it was sprawling yeah. and now everything else is right now. It's fun and I watch it when I got time, but it's not uh, that that excitement that I got to be there. I want to uh, right like I can't wait to see where this goes next. I I'm not feeling it yet. Yeah. I and you. I felt it much sooner in the original series. Like I didn't take me till series two or three. Like that first phase, like it was working for me. Mm-hmm. You know, here we're through yeah. a whole. We went through a whole phase, and I'm just like, oh, this was it, what's it, something's happening. I guess I, I, right. I'm, I'm watching. That's just me. That's, whole That's Kang, my opinion. The whole Kang stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Holy mackerel. We need to take a break. We've been talking forever. Listen, we can mm. come back and finish finish up our toolbox and then get into yep. start talking Path of Glory. Look, yep. Hey, listen. Everyone's been saying, where's the hobby episodes? Well, this is what you get. This is what happens. <laughs> we might be rambling a little bit, uh, but uh, it's okay. I, honestly, I don't even care. Like... <laughs> No, but seriously, like we yeah. haven't talked hobby in forever, and now it's like these are things we've been meaning to. T- they're on my list. Like, I mean, I do keep a list of the stuff I do. Mm-hmm. It's not in the great. I I'd love to keep a great detail. Uh, look, I'm rambling again. We're gonna go to break, <laughs> and when we come back, I'm gonna talk about the thing I just stopped myself talking about. God bless America. There's always something happening at Grognards. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois. The premier stop for your gaming needs in Northeast Illinois. If you're in the Chicagoland area, if you're in Southeast Wisconsin, if you're anywhere in the area, Grognards is the place for you. They've got board games. They've got card games. They've got all the models you could ever want for any of your miniature war games. They have so many lines of paints, I can't even keep track of it. They've expanded the store. They have a whole huge gaming area now. There is gaming every night. There is always something going on. I just can't tell you enough about Grognards. Why? Because they're awesome. Because they're fantastic. And because they are the best friendly local gaming store that I know of. So... Do yourself a favor. Come on down to Grognards in Roselle, Illinois. If you can't get down to Grognards, give them a call. They do mail order. They do shipping. You can get your stuff from them whether you live five minutes away or five hours away. Because Grognards delivers. They deliver the goods. They deliver the fun. They deliver everything. And that's because there is always something happening at Grognards. And we're back. Okay, so like hey. I was saying, uh, I keep <laughs> track. Of, I keep track of the stuff that I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, but what I would like to do is really keep like a sort of like a much more detailed. Like when I sit down to hobby, have a little thing. This is what I. This is what I finished today. Like this is what I'm working. Oh wow, a log. I and every every year I start one and I get about to January twentieth uh, or thirtieth, <laughs> you know, because I'm off a of break and stuff like that, and back to school, and I just stop yeah. you doing it. One of these days I'm going to do it. I think it would be interesting to see. I'm but like I said, I I like those games where you look at all the charts and stuff, and then roll the dice and go to the oh other set of charts. So like yeah. I just love collecting data because I'm that kind of a weirdo. <laughs> so that kind of thing yeah. is fun for me. But that's that. Um, like I said, we're still on the toolbox technically. You got anything else? To, you read? I read Leviathan. 
Oh, the book, the yeah. novel. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't read it. It's. Uh, I just. I picked it up uh, oh. when I was at Grognards. Oh. And uh, How is it? it's 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 kind of good. Yeah. Um. You know, they invade a planet. You got some ultramarines. You got the people living on the planet. You got other stuff. Uh, there, there are, there are parts of that book that are like from the point of view of the Tyranids. Ooh, um, just a little bit. Like, but you get like, you. The problem with the Tyranids is there. You can't get. There's no characters there. Like they talk about them, but you never see anything that's because yeah. they're all just. It's like Beastmen, right? Yeah. It's like the Space Beastmen. Um, <laughs> they, they have some characters. Yeah, they, but here it was like you kind of get okay. a feel for kind of how yeah. they're working and what this plan, why yeah. they're, what this movement forward is, and this whole thing with the Harbinger. Yeah. And it's it was just it was kind of interesting. Like I hadn't I hadn't okay. I hadn't done a forty k book in a little while because I've been reading all this AOS stuff, uh, and and I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, did you um did you see the Warhammer TV Blood Angels? Series? Yes. Did you watch that? Yeah, I have yeah. Warhammer TV, and they finally got a flipping app for the Amazon the Fire Cube. Oh, because I got Fire TV. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, the, you can download oh. the app now. Ooh. Okay. Because I could only have it on Hulu or my computer, and the Hulu app is garbage. <laughs> because like the 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 Ultramarines one, the one that the fan made one that they put up there, that and the yeah. Exodite, like I couldn't get it to play on the app. No matter how many times I updated and downloaded, I'd have to watch oh, it on okay. my computer. I just found like last week, so I could put that on now on the TV. Oh, cool! Easily. I assume you watched the Black Talon series. Oh, uh, I'm about halfway through that. I just started watching that. I love the intro to that show. Yeah, the awesome. intro is great with the music and the falling yeah. and the hammers and the things start appearing and I'm like, wow, that's rad. I really like yeah. this. Yeah. Um, um I the, like that the, they're building the, up the characters around her. This is a right. series I could keep watching. Just the adventures yeah. of, of Neve Black Talon. Yeah. The episode with the daughters of Cain is my favorite one, I think. That was the one I got about halfway through, and then my wife came home and she's like, What are you watching? And I'm like, um, this is Warhammer, and she's like Oh, I'm like they're the witch elves, and she's like, okay. And I was like, and then she was doing. Something. She's, I'm like, uh, you, you, I could watch this later. You probably want to watch something else. <laughs> and my daughter at least defended me. She's like, mom, this is the first one with the witch elves in it. The rest of them were fighting against other like monster monsters. So she's like, it's. <laughs> she had a problem yeah. with the witch elves. I don't think she had a problem with it, but you walk in and there's your husband sitting by himself watching <laughs> cartoon bikini girls. Your husband, yeah. who you know, loves anime. And yeah. all this stuff, and it's like you know, <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, I swear I'm not watching weird hentai stuff. I swear, but you know, <laughs> she, you know, what you know, what you know, I don't know what she's thinking. But I'm like, look, I know you're not. And plus, that, I mean, funny. I think we all know. My wife walks in. I'm watching Warhammer TV. Warhammer TV's probably going off. If she's <laughs> staying in the room, that's not. You know, yeah. Yeah. so it was going off anyway. But I kind of got this. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just turn this off now. Cause, God, you got to uh, watch the rest of it. The last episode is legit. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm totally going to watch the rest of it. It's I'm I'm really enjoying it. But like, yeah. I'll put on Lore Masters when I'm working, you know, because yeah. I like that. And you know, so I, I really I actually enjoy the uh, the Warhammer TV stuff. So I like it too. I like the battle reports are good. Yeah, they're fun. They they get so crazy into it and stuff, and just cheering on every dice roll that they it, do. It, it I you know. <laughs> I still think 
Uh, I would love to make a. Uh, well, see, I don't really drink, really, because uh, I I can't. For <laughs> a like drunk hammer. Yeah, you could make a drinking game out of that. Like every time they scream, well, you "Oh, you've got to have a six. and then "Whoa!" It's like, drink. well, I mean, you know, they have like drunk history and all that stuff. Yeah, and they're, I mean, they're already drunk before they even start. Oh no, not so you that. Could, so you could literally just like record two people just already plastered, just playing Warhammer. Oh no, Put I'm not saying they YouTube. should be playing it there. I'm saying that while we watch it, when these things happen, you oh. take a drink, make a drinking game out of watching it. Well, I mean, you could have a whole YouTube series called Drunk Warhammer. <laughs> not this boy. <laughs> okay, I'm passing on this. Although, although, if there is a channel like that, I, somebody let me know because I'll watch that. Right, I think people would watch. It's not my jam either, but I think that would be hilarious. I, I can't play this game sober. I'm terrible. <laughs> What? That's insane. Oh, that would be crazy if I would get inebriated and just be like a warhammer, uh, you know, <laughs> like some sort of a savant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You find like this super player. Yeah. So you have to like go to Adepticon and just completely obliterated before the tournament starts. Oh, are you kidding? Do you know how many times you get to the third game and I'm playing against someone who's obliterated? Oh, geez. I've had that happen many times. Yeah. I mean, what? yeah. So, yeah, that's, I don't, yeah, that, that, yeah. I'd show up all I I have to drink. It makes me good at Warhammer. Yeah, that's what the other thirty guys said. <laughs> but that's just silly. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm trying to think of other things that we've been doing because it's just been so much stuff happening. You yeah. know, um, I'm getting ready for Gen Con. I'm gonna look for some new games there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm getting all the stuff together to to prep and to put back and get to get uh, stuff ready for War Gaming Club at school. That's still Indianapolis, Gen Con? Yep, still in Indianapolis. All yeah. over Indianapolis. Just it's spread out. It's so big. It's too big. It's too big yeah. for the venue. It really is. I remember the original venue in in, in was, Lake, uh, Lake Geneva, in, right? In Lake Geneva. Uh, yeah, Lake Geneva, Gen Con. Yeah. Yeah. And then it went to Milwaukee. But didn't become Milcon. It stayed Gen Con. No, stayed Gen Con, which is good. Yeah. It was originally just a D and D one, right? Mostly, yeah, yeah. Like Gary Gygax he used to, right? He was the guy. Mm-hmm. They did like yeah. a competitive, like D and D like yeah. session there. I don't even and, know if it was uh, competitive, but it was a lot of D and D happening and stuff so like that. That was like so, like some of like the like the some of the like the really famous or like I don't know, infamous, really cool like old school modules that they used to have. Like Slave Pits of the Undercity, remember that one? That was oh, yeah. that was uh, that was that was originally run at Gen Con one year. That's cool. And the characters that were included in that game were the characters that like the people who were there rolled up to play in it. Yeah, yeah. And they just printed uh, this. Is how it played out? Let's print it up. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I am listening to. Uh, I, guess, I know this is going longer than we wanted to, but you know, if I don't know when we're going to do this again, <laughs> right? Like, I'm hoping next episode we'll still have time for hobby talk. But while we're <laughs> catching up on all this, uh, right now I am. Uh, I, I back when I was like I think 18, I had I got this uh, book series by Brian Lumley called The Necroscope. Okay. Um. Which is like the cover had a skull with big fangs and it said vampire saga something or other. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, this sounds up my alley. So I picked it up. Um, and it's like people with like 
can talk to the dead and there's this alternate world where it's like ruled by vampires and they it's just it's really kind of bizarre mm. and i i read it and 18 year old me loved it okay right and i was kind of going through and uh and audible recommended it for me Oh, with my other choices, I'm like, well, actually, I've read this as I, I read it so long ago. So I downloaded the first book and I'm listening to it. And so far, it's just as weird as I remember it being. <laughs> it's just, but it was written back in like the early '80s, right? Wow. So, okay. yeah, like they're talking about stuff and they're writing stuff, and it's happening. They're moving back in the past a little bit, but it's like Cold War type stuff, like secret espionage psychic yeah. power branches of the US government or the British government actually and the and the Russian government and like they're talking about Khrushchev and all these different people like, talk about Jeez. real people and it's like I'm I'm going back to this now I'm like wow it's like unless you kind of know and now unless you know your history yeah <laughs> like when I read it I knew who all these people were because it was recent right. you know yeah um but it's like unless you know this is like none of this exactly would make sense. But there was some cool stuff going on in there. I was like, I'm really kind of enjoying this. So I'm giving I'm giving that a, a listen to now. I'm waiting for the next book in the uh, saga of the Forgotten Warrior. That's uh, Larry Correa's like a uh, fantasy okay series. It's like a high fantasy series, and uh, it's like book four or five is that coming is out. It, the book's oh, out. They're coming out on Audible. It's like I'm just going. I'm waiting for Audible because like I've been listening to it so far, and I'm reading all these other things. So it's like that's going to go on there. But that's been pretty cool. And I think that's about it. I think that's every. Like I think I'm exhausting now. Everything I've done, <laughs> but now we can come in fresh on the next episode because we're going to okay, be doing cool. the GHB, and yep. the GHB we have time to, for that. We could ha- totally have time to talk hobby talk. So, um, cool. so let's start talking Path to Glory then. Yeah. Now I did send you some stuff. Now I used to play we used to play mighty empires and i know we mentioned it on here and now if you're if you are a just came to this at age of sigmar you don't never played mighty empires then but they were as a you'd buy a box full of six-sided tiles with different little terrain looking features on it there's little mountains mm-hmm. and rivers and fields and stuff yep uh, and you put this map together and then everybody who's playing basically picks a tile as their home base. As your home base. And you put a little you know, a little fort on it. Yeah. Um, and then you would basically uh you would gain points for tiles you had, and you could if you had, like, had a mountain tile, you could get extra gold. You River could, like, tiles got yeah. got a little bit of gold. Uh right. other tiles would get you other things, and so you'd kind of try to be strategic about what you wanted to get. And then you'd play games of Warhammer. You would challenge the other players and um as you earned points, you would use these points to upgrade your armies, buy new stuff, or uh, increase your increase your you know your castles to bigger castles, or take new territory. Right. And as you took territory, you earned points, and as you and when you got to a certain amount of points in these sort of things, you would win the whole thing. Uh, um, yeah, you it win was, the campaign. Yeah, it's really fun. It, the campaign, you know, you would play to a certain amount of points, so the campaign length was indefinite. You know, yeah, um, because you could do things like you could challenge. You like every round, you had to set up your opponents, and you would challenge people. You usually and, had, I think, at, at one time, I think we had like five, six, five or six people on the game in the game. 
Oh, when I ran Mighty Empires, uh, the yeah. first couple of rounds, we had like a dozen people. Yeah. It was huge, and it was awesome. It really mm-hmm. was. And uh, the last one, I think we had eight or ten diehards. Um, right. But the cool thing about it was, now, Mighty Empires was very vague. Like, you had the tiles, and they had the basic rules, and they told you what you could do with it. Uh, beforehand, everyone would pick. There was, like, little special rules you would pick. Um, and everybody would you kind of you would roll off in the beginning, and then whoever was the the whoever was losing the game got to pick first every round. You know, you would go sort right. of that way. But there would be things like um, you know diplomacy. This person can't challenge you. So if there was someone who you knew was coming after you, or someone you didn't really want to play because your army would not beat theirs, you could do that. There were things you could pick. It's like oh, roll the dice and get extra bonuses because you got this, or you know, find out this. There's all little things that you could do and we would play and you know when especially when you're playing with a larger group like that sometimes you'd run into problems um one one of the things that happened with us and i thought this was kind of cool and you'd know about this we were playing we played the first season of mighty empires and the second season comes out and everyone's putting other stuff and now if you've been listening for a long time then you know grant fetter he was playing with us. Now he won. Grant won the first Mighty Empires campaign we did. When we did it at, at uh, back in Unique Gifts and Games, yeah, uh, I think we did a, a five dollar buy in. Okay, and at the end, I think it was ten people playing, right? Because it was five dollar buy in, ten people playing, and whoever won it got the the fifty dollar gift card. We had like a prize, you know. Sure. And Grant won the first time. And so now everyone's like, ugh, now we want to try to, you know, and he won, he won pretty, he did really well. So the next time they were playing, they were there, and the way they had set it up as they were taking their tiles and stuff, uh, Chris Yu and Chris Barnett were like, Grant has taken his spot. And so they went and took some spots near him to try to keep him from expanding too quickly and running away with the game because that's what he had yeah. done last time. Yeah. Well, they played, they won, they grabbed tiles, and because of the, the, the way the, the pick went, they got to pick their stuff first, right? Mm-hmm. So they chose tiles and basically landlocked Grant. He had nowhere to go. <laughs> he had to, and here's the thing. You can take un, un, tiles that nobody has, you can get for cheap. Yeah. Playing a battle against someone for their tile, they get some bonus to their army because you're fighting on their territory, mm-hmm. and it costs you more to take it because you have to run them off first. Yep. So it was something hard for this, him yeah. to go, and he was kind of livid <laughs> because by the end of turn one, he was like, unless I really push, he's like, everybody else is moving. He was like, I'm going to have to fight just to break out in order to move, and then if they want to attack me back there, they can cut me off. Yeah, and he's like, he was mad because he's like, I don't think I could win this. And we were talking about it, and it's like, well, do you want to play a campaign of indefinite length that you know you can't win after the second round or something because you got landlocked? Yeah. Um, for the next round, we had made up rules for that. Like, if you get landlocked, you can still do this thing, which can you can convert points into other stuff. And we basically made up. Uh, that you can just make your main city. You could like donate all of that to building culture. <laughs> okay. And basically you'd get an extra point for that tile. Like there's a max of three points, I think, per tile you could get, yeah. depending on how built it was. If you if you literally had points and you could not expand out farther and you couldn't spend them on anything else, you were allowed to 
build up your tiles that had castles on them with their culture and make them worth a little bit more. So that way, that way nobody got locked out right away. Like right. we I did think, this all the time. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, I think, because there was usually open tiles uh, that weren't contiguous with yours uh-huh. and you could claim, you could like, I think we did like, you could claim one of those. Yeah. You could have like little islands. Yeah, and we didn't have any rules set up for that. And when we had yeah. first suggested that, then it became, but I have no connection. Then the rule, because you have to be able to connect your tiles back to your main yeah. place, and now you can't. So I was right. like, that's the risk you run. And I was like, so we just figured out stuff. The fourth Mighty Empires campaign, we never ran. But that one, I sat down and I spent about a month on I wish I could find, no, there's a notebook here with all of it in here somewhere. <laughs> but... Basically, what Path to Glory has with your units, how the units can gain glory and become veterans and stuff like that. Yeah, like experience and stuff, yeah. We had that, but we were playing for Warhammer Fantasy, which had so many more rules, like different yeah. things. So like, I had, a, I, and I, had set, I had it set up with a D66. So there was like 36 options to, for different, different experience things, what, what benefit you could get, because there were so many different things you could do. Yeah, and so you'd roll, uh, you know, one d six is your tens, and one d six is your uh, one sure. spot, and then you pick. I had all of this set up so your 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 units could get the and because they didn't have anything like that for Mighty Empires, and that's the stuff I love doing. And I was running it, and it was fun. I didn't even really play in the third one. I just ran it. Like I kept track of everything that was going on, everyone's mm-hmm. moves, everyone's picks. I uh, and we had like a whole. Um, like a newsletter, and yeah, all that like stuff. a whole thing going just online. Everyone got all yeah. this, all the info, yeah. uh, and it was it was fantastic. And when Path to Glory first came out, I was hoping that's kind of what it was, and it wasn't. No, um, and I kind of stayed away from it. And now this thing came out. It's like, well, this is all Path to Glory. I'm like, let me take a look at this again. And this is what I, this is what I did. But it's for AOS now. But this is what right. I was doing. So I'm reading this, and I'm getting so jazzed. I am so excited about this. So. <laughs> Now I know you know more about this than I do because you've done some of this stuff. So uh, I haven't really done that much Path to Glory, only a little tiny bit, and that was like probably the old rules. Too. Oh, okay. Because I have some, I have some, some things here. I get a little confused about when I'm reading it, and I'm certain somebody who knows would be able to explain it. So yeah. as we go through, I am going to talk about the things that I am not certain how to read or not certain what they mean. Okay. And um, and everyone is welcome to. <laughs> Go on to the Facebook page, or go on to uh, go, you know, uh, or email us, you know, uh, garagehammer at live dot com, David at garagehammer dot net, whatever. Um, but answers, questions, whatever. But I'm really, I, I just can't wait to really get going with this path to glory stuff. So let's start talking about how this, how you start with this. Yeah. So I mean, like the whole basis of this is creating a narrative, right? That's yes. the whole point. So, yes, it's narrative he, gameplay. So you're yeah. building a story. Oh, I, I, and I don't mean that I'm going to backtrack on one thing real quick, and that is um, that if you don't have the main rule book or if you only run with the general's handbook and you don't have the main rule book because it's not, this isn't in there, it is on the, it's under the downloads for on Warhammer Community. You yeah. can download the entire set of rules and all the stuff for uh, Path to Glory, including the sh- the sheets to write up your armies and all the battle plans. It's free to download at the Warhammer community site, so you can do that. You know, if you don't have it, so you have to be under the English one, yeah. not the U.S. The Engli- one. Not U.S. English, yeah. just English. 
Um, and it's like uh, I'm trying. To, it's like at the bottom. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I just downloaded it. Yeah, I mean, I have the book, but if I when I was looking on there, I was like, oh, okay. I yeah. have an extra copy in case anybody needs it because I just you know I have it here and I got the I don't you can just read it you know where is it I'm trying I'm trying to find it where is it it's uh, under the uh, I thought it, oh good gravy this is making for great radio uh <laughs> downloads Age of Sigmar yeah not U S English regular and defaults to U S English which annoys me and it is. It's most of the way down. I know that because it's uh, Path to Glory. Additional rules. There's 23 sets of additional rules. Harbinger War Scrolls. Dang, where is? I don't Path see. Path to it. Glory. You got to go past uh past all the regular past legends. Past legends. It's the next thing oh. after legends. Path okay. to Glory, right there. Oh, I see it. Yep, yep. All right. So right. Path to Glory, you're going to run a campaign. This is an ongoing narrative. And like I said, this is where I have fun because now you can do as much or as little with this as you want. You want to start building experience and, and kind of role play just a little bit. You know, maybe you're just into it a little bit. Oh, you know, I get some cool perks. It's something different than what I normally play. I just play it that way. Or you can get into it to the point where the after the games, you ask the, the players to write up a little report, let you know kind of what happened right. turn to turn, and if they're that into right. it, and then you take all of that and start to spin the narrative as it plays out on the map. Yeah. So basically, I mean, it's, this is your chance to like take stuff that you think is awesome. Like, I really like this unit. Castigators are my favorite unit in the Stormcast book. I'm going to make a whole army based on these guys. This sure. is your chance. I mean, that, if that's what you want to like, do, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. It's not just an army full of fulminators and long strike raptors. It's actually other stuff that you think is awesome. This is your. This is how you do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you like you get you like get your general, you name him, like what's his deal, like a little background, and you go to town. You know? Yeah, so, and so pick, yeah. First step is just you kind of pick what's your army going to be. Yeah, pick a faction, pick a realm. Now, they right. do give you a, a bunch of stuff here because depending on how you want to start, and one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is I'm looking at this part right here. I go, mm-hmm. we're going to have a new edition coming out in about yeah. a year. And I keep saying that like I know stuff, and I keep telling you, I just want to put it out there. I'm this based off of past practice. This is what I think. Um, and every time a new edition comes out, people want to start a new army, right? Yeah. I have a feeling that we're going to see a lot of Path to Glory campaigns start up as as growing campaigns because the first thing you got to do is decide, and they've got four sizes. It starts off uh, a 600-point game, 1,000-point, 1,500, or 2,000. Right. And that, that and depending on where you start, how many territories you get when you start, how many units you can have in your army, and how many glory points you start with, which is the currency of the game. Yeah. So I I see a lot of growth campaigns going to be starting up in the next year. That's my prediction. Okay. I think you're going to see a lot of it because people are going to want to be look, we're going to be building new armies. So you start off, you know, in the well, game you start off at I think at the vanguard size point, you know, at a 600 and maybe, you know, uh, you know, within 2 weeks or two you know, with after like two rounds or whatever, then we're going to go to warband size. So you have X amount of time to get up to warband size. And then after yeah, well, that 
And I yeah. think that, and as you do that, then you just get the extra things that you would get. I can see that happening really easily. I think it's funny you say that because, like, the latest White Dwarf is basically they're trying to turn the White Dwarf magazine into like a giant game club. Is it? I did. I yeah. just. I literally just. I haven't finished. I haven't gotten to read it yet. Like I said, I haven't read the, the General's Handbook. I picked that up at the same time. Yeah. What's it? Three eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically like yeah. So that's kind of what you're just exactly what you're talking about. But this is. You know, if if we can get a bunch of people, this suddenly becomes a really cool expanding thing. Well, um, and this cool thing is the people who are playing it don't even have to play against each other at all. That's the craziest thing. When we get up to that, I want to definitely talk about that. I just want to get through the basic steps for the beginning before we take our last break. Yeah. And then once we get up to picking your first quest, then we'll take a break and then we'll get into how this works because... Yeah, you don't have to play against someone who's actually even playing a Path to Glory army. They nope. they literally say, "Let's say you want to play Warhammer, you got to get a game in for Path to Glory. You still got to keep track of your stuff, mm-hmm. but you can just go play with your buddy who is not playing Path to Glory and play right. and just but there's just adjustments. It's like, well, you don't use a lot of these different Path to Glory bonus yeah, things. You don't get like the enhancements and all that jazz. But you just can still play the game and try to finish your quest because that's, yeah. that's the cool thing is you do you pick quests you have specific yeah. things you have to do and everybody not everyone's doing the same quests right and so you could be playing you could finish up a quest in a turn you could finish up in three rounds and or one you know and everybody's going just trying to get their thing so you can uh, god it's really well put together I, I think you could like take your path to glory army to like a five game tournament <laughs> And, like, try to do this stuff. I could, yeah. Like, you might be doing some weird stuff during those games. If you don't care about winning the tournament, necessarily, you're just there to, like, you're just Play keeping track fun. of this in your notebook on your uh, on yeah. your path to glory. And again, yeah, your, opponent, your opponent is like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing what you're doing? It's like, oh, I'm trying to complete this quest. Yeah. Like, what? Oh, I think they might get mad. You just I don't, why would they get mad? I don't know. Maybe. maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, all right, but so you pick your size, and that that like I said, the size they actually tell you how many units you can take. Yeah, you know, and then and then how many territories you start with because territories are going to be different things. Once you have your starting size, you pick your starting territories, and they they got different rules because it seems like when you first start this game without any of these bonuses, mm-hmm. you're limited to three unit. Three hero units, one monster, one war machine, one wizard, one priest, one reinforced unit, and one allied unit. Like, yeah, you got to keep it simple. Which at a two thousand point game, once again, this seems like, uh, you know, that seems almost weird to have that those strict limits. But you've got this going. Um, you're going to have three territories though if you start off with that two thousand point game, and then you pick from. What is your territory having it? Like, oh, I'm going to be have one of them is going to be an old keep, which now my hero limit goes up by one. Yeah. There's and there's there's one, two, three, four. Basically, there's yeah six of these, no seven of these, just like the seven units listed. Each territory can increase that limit by one. Right. Uh, there's also a rule in here. I think that says you can't have more than three of the same type of ter- starting territory. So you can never increase it by more than three. Oh, it makes sense because that gets you to 
six heroes to three on all those other things. So, uh, and it says there's other different things you can your your main territory gets a stronghold, right? Yep. And uh, your stronghold allows you to have three territories. So you, you with your one stronghold, you can have three territories. If you don't expand out and start to build a better stronghold or another type of place, you're stuck at that limit. So you can't expand your empire just infinitely outward. You have to infrastructure yourself first to build out farther. I think this is pretty cool. Um, and then you get glory points, and we'll talk about that. And then, like I said, you get to you have to pick your starting all your starting units. Um, you have to make a warlord. So the first unit you have to have is a warlord. This is the commander of your path to glory roster, and must be picked to be your general each time they are included in your army for a path to glory battle. Now I don't know why you wouldn't put him in. Like I mean, why would you not? put him on the table do you don't want to risk him getting killed i guess i well i guess as you win stuff as you start to get you can put more units in your army right Mm -hmm. like yeah so you might have more units and decide i don't want to put him in this game i don't want him getting killed yeah i suppose you could keep him out but if he's playing he's got to be your general he must be a single model that is a hero and a leader and it be in your faction and it can't be unique so then you just basically build your army, you get to choose a core battalion and a war scroll battalion that you have access. And one endless spell or invocation. Oh, you got to pay for them. But you put those down in your vault. You have a vault. Now, see, these are those goofy things that we always skip over in the books. Yeah, there's so much weird stuff going on here. Because you can build your basic army, but then you get these bonus things. Like, you can just take these and, you know, um, you have to pay for them if you use them. But you have what's called a vault because you're going to get bonuses at times and you're going to get to pick from the things you're going to use. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, what? Um, and it, I, it, I know that gets a little confusing. If you go through and read this, it does make more sense later. Uh, I get, like I said, I get convinced myself. In fact, they talk about the difference here between core enhancements and bonus enhancements. Core enhancements is the stuff you normally get. Um, right. You know, that's... Uh, Core enhancements is you get to, you know, everyone gets to pick their spell. You get to pick your, um, you know, your command trait. You get to pick your mount trait. Your artifact. Yep. If there is stuff in there that, that in your army list that your, your, your models you've picked have given you bonuses and get extra stuff, that's a core enhancement too. Everything that you would normally get in a list that you normally build for normal Warhammer is a core enhancement. But then you also get bonus enhancements, which are things that you can get by completing quests in your Path to Glory campaign. Because then, when you complete your quests, you get more renown, you get more, you know, bigger. So then you start to get more, to add uh, a lot of more enhancements to your list than you normally would get. Right. Um, but there's also an interesting thing in here that there is a limit to how many people could have. Like if you have, uh, you get extra bonus command traits. Depending yep. on the size of the battle, you know, only your general has a command trait. Well, you can do more. You might earn, you know, six command traits. But depending on the size of the battle and where you're at in the game, you could still only put three on there or three artifacts or three things. You know, there's a limit yeah. to what you can have. So you may have more. So then you can swap them out for what you want based on what you have in your vault. 
So they, have to, you, they have to write all this stuff down. You have to keep track of it. It's like a role-playing game. Your characters are building. Your army is building its thing. It's really pretty cool the way that they set this up, yeah. that you can swap stuff out. And they actually explain here on the side, it's like, okay, you, you know, not you, not every, you have a limit, you know, because we're assuming that not every battle is so epic and so, you know, um, important to the to the to the future of the realms that every single hero would be running out with every single best of their top-notch we- like you're, this is you know techless doesn't show up at every fight type of thing right. and so that's what they're talking about here but you get these extras you know and all that stuff like that then you have to pick a quest and quests are pretty cool this is kind of cool and there's like and, and like some do some i guess they give Some you the eight here, but have? there's other yeah. books have them. Yeah, and when you get into this part, because we always skip this in the path of when we do the book reviews, we yeah. may have to add on something, you know, <laughs> lore and war and more. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Lore, war, and path of glory. Yeah. Um, but this, okay, so the book here gives us eight quests. You got to pick one. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick an artifact of power you have access to, and that's not already on your roster. Write it down as a reward. At the end of each battle, add one quest point to the progress so- section for each friendly unit wholly within your opponent's territory. So now suddenly it's like, okay, wait, I want to finish this quest. I got to get guys into my opponent's territory. At mm-hmm. the end of the game, I need my guys back there. Even if that's not where the battle is, I need to move them there before the game ends. Right. In addition, at the end of each Path to Glory battle, you can spend a glory point to gain one additional quest point. When you have gained three or more quest points, you complete the quest. You can add that artifact to your vault. Uh, you can do it with a War Scroll Battalion or a Core Battalion. You can earn points to complete the quest. What are some of the other ones? Invocations, prayers, um, extra extra rolls in between the in between the rounds for bonus stuff and things that are happening. You can get those. Like, there's just all sorts of neat stuff one of them here when you get it you just gain 10 glory it's like you did a great job and now you get all this stuff so depending you could you know you look through all this stuff and depending on what you need in the bigger game now your army's playing for something other than just to win the game right and this is where that narrative really starts to build and i get super super jazzed um should i i'm i mean they have specific battle plans for path to glory that aren't match play uh yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I'm gonna go over the vault real quick. Um, yeah, and because that uh, that's that's kind of an important concept. So let me let me grab this real quick, and I will um um I'll read this to you. So many rewards you earn for completing quests are stored in your vault. The vault is on your roster and has space to record enhancements, endless spells, invocations, battalions, whatever. The entries are a capped resource. Your vault is only so big. You can only have six bonus artifacts of power at a time, six bonus spells, and so on. If you ever get past six, you can discard something. You can, you, you can throw something away. But once it's thrown away, you no longer have it. You know, it's thrown away. So um, I think that's pretty cool, too. 
you got you 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 only have so many slots you can fill for stuff you can take. And this isn't stuff that's in your core list, your regular list. This is all extra stuff that you could start using in here. When fighting a Path to Glory battle, whether your opponent's also using Path to Glory or not will determine how your bonus enhancements can be used. If both players are using Path to Glory Army, then you get to use some of the enhancements. If your opponent is not, you can only replace some of your... So basically, you don't get any bonus stuff, but if you're playing against them, um, that's viable stuff that you can pick for your list that's legal for your Path to Glory campaign. Because if you want to use it for Path to Glory, you still got to stick to the rules. You don't get any of the extras, but you got to stick to what's on your lists and your sheets. You still got to play it out that way. Which could be weird for some people, and this is why I don't know that it'll work in a tournament. Because when we come back after our break, well, there's like a there's like a flow chart here. Oh right, but uh, um, what I'm saying there's is fight, fighting an opponent not on Path of Glory campaign. There's like a whole flow chart. Oh yeah, there's a whole flow chart, and it's basically just don't use these, but all the little all the little bonusy things. Um, it's it's uh, you, you, you don't really use them. <laughs> you still got to keep within that limits, but you don't get all the extra things because they're not getting it. It just, it just makes sense. It's actually quite sensible. Yeah. You know, so uh, let's take a break and we'll come back. Well, there's, oh. there's even a box out here. If you wish to use your armory at a match play tournament. Oh, really? Okay, where is use that these one? Ma- it's right on page. Um, oh, here oh, it is, is on that? page 313. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you used to use it at a match play tournament, use these amendments even when playing against another player using a Path to Glory army. Including, oh no, no, no! So basically, it, it says if you're not if when you when you're playing someone who's not playing Path to Glory, you don't get to add all the things. Well, in a tournament, right, well, they have their yeah. own rules. You can't you right. can't do it anyway. Right. So even if you're playing with someone Path to Glory in a tournament, don't play Path to Glory. In your <laughs> right. tur- play it, but play you, it you, like you're. You can, you, right. you can play it, but you just don't. You don't do, do this a, stuff. You, yeah. you can still go for your quests and yeah. all that stuff. While In your you're tournament, playing. you just treat your opponent as if they are not paying a path, playing a path to glory army, no matter what. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yep. So let's let's like I said, let's um, hold on a second. Yeah, let's take our last break, and then we'll come back and we'll sort of talk about. Um, basically, fighting the game is fighting the game. It's the aftermath where all the cool stuff piles in. Yeah. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paints? Six Squared Studios. Well then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. 
We are back. Hello. Yay. All right. So there's some interesting special rules. And this is where I get confused when you're fighting Path to Glory. We're going to assume we're fighting against someone else who is playing a Path to Glory army. Okay. okay. You could read the whole rules about how if, if listen, if you're playing a Path to Glory campaign, you got to be playing with somebody else. So there's probably some campaign games you can have. If you want to read how to play it with people not in the campaign, that that's fine. But I'm I'm going to stick just for simplicity's sake, stick to you're playing with someone in the campaign. Okay. Um, there are three tiers of battle. Okay. Um, and it all depends on how your stronghold is because you start off with a stronghold. You can increase it with points to an imposing stronghold or a mighty stronghold. Okay, so um, the lower battle is played for just any game. If you both have an imposing or mighty, you play in the middle. So as long as you've increased one, you guys can play a middle round. If you're both mighty, if you're both the top level, then you can play at the higher level. Now, what does that mean, the higher tier of battle? Uh, The tiers of battle determine how many bonus enhancements from your vault you can include in your army, as well as your core enhancements. Now, this is where the chart gets confusing to me because it talks, it, it lists stuff out here, but I know the command traits thing is not how many you get or how many bonuses. That's the limit of how many people can have them. Um, because, like I said, you can earn extra command traits by completing quests, but if you're playing that lower level, like nobody's increased the size of your... when you don't, If, if you still got the little tiny castle, you still only get one command trait. If Makes you're, sense. If you're in a middle-level game, though, three players can have command traits. But if you have six, like I said, you can get six on the list. Six is the max in your vault for any of these different things. Only three people. Only five on a higher game, right? You know? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter about the size of the game. This is not about the size. It's about how big your main stronghold is. You know? And so that's that's what that's what that determines. And it's really kind of interesting because this is where Path to Glory becomes really fun. As you progress, as you start building up. Uh, they also made it so you can't jump in. You don't get all the stuff because you're mighty. You have to play at the like that, that lowest level, you know? You could have a mighty uh, uh, stronghold, and the person can have a basic stronghold, and you pay, you just play it at the basic level. All that stuff you got to leave behind. Right, you're supposed to play down to your opponent, basically. Yeah, so you play something that's fair. Okay, so you pick all of this. You fight your you fight your game. You finish your game, and then you get the aftermath sequence. First thing you do is you get your glory points. And glory points are actually, I, I'm looking at this, glory points are pretty easy to get. Yeah, there's a chart that says how many you get right. after every battle. And there's point limits. So let's just let's just jump to the top one right now, over mm-hmm. 1750, okay? So we're playing our 2,000-point games. You get, over, you get 12 glory points for fighting in the battle. Yeah. Major victory gives you six more. Minor victory gives you three more. If your warlord lives at the end, you get two. If he's in the if he's in if he's in the game, you didn't leave him off the roster. Your warlord is fighting that battle, and he lives. You don't even have to win. You get yeah. two. So the most you're going to get is what eight twenty twenty. Yeah, and stuff costs points, so you you will spend points quickly. Right. 
So okay. if you lose, if you lose, you can get fourteen. <laughs> the best you can get is fourteen if you lose. Yeah, right. Which is pretty good. Yeah. Now, when when stuff dies, though, now you fight the game. Not everybody's killed. A lot of people get wounded, right? Yeah. So I fight, and am I? So what you do is you have injury rolls and casualty rolls. Okay. So injury rolls are for heroes and. Units with a wound characteristic of eight or more that are noted as being single. Right. So like a like a giant or something. Yeah, like that. things that you take the bigger monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. That stuff that are all listed as single units because you can't take. Uh, I don't stegadon. Yeah. yeah. So they get injury rolls. Okay. Casualty rolls are for other units. The casualty roll is what really fascinates me. Injury roll is simple. Your model dies. Uh, you don't make injury rolls for unique models. Because they're unique, um, but let's say you know two of your heroes die and one of your monsters, your big monsters. So you roll a di- you roll two d six on a two to three, it's dead. We'll talk about that later. Four to five, it starts the next game with d three wounds that you can't negate or heal. So he's always going to be at a d three wound. You know, have d three wounds. Roll a six or seven, it starts with one wound that you can't get rid of, and then an eight to eleven. Nothing. So you need to roll an eight or better to have your hero come out of it unscathed. Unsca- right. You roll a 12, though, you get 2d6 renown points. That's Just called forged sweet. in battle. So you got freaking injured to where your guy was taken off the board, and then he stands up. He's like, yeah, nothing. So that's kind of cool. Now, if your warlord is killed, you have to pick another hero on your list to be the warlord. Yeah. You can also re-roll the injury roll. If you spend a glory uh, a glory point, that's right. You can spend a glory point uh, to re-roll an injury roll. Um, you have to choose whether to re-roll before moving on to the next unit because you do this for all your units at one time. You know, one after another. So you may only yeah, have it, so many yeah. glory to spend. So you may right. decide any unit any unit that requires an injury roll. So yeah. heroes, big stuff. Yeah. So you can pay a glory to re-roll that. Um, if he does die, you have to pick another hero. Otherwise, if you don't want to, you can actually roll up, a new, or you can write up, you, you can add a new unit to your army, a new, a new warlord. You yeah. don't have to just take from your other heroes. But if you do that, then you've got to pay the points for it. So you have to have enough points to be able to afford it. Um. That's that's always an interesting thing. Do I want to spend glory points on this or just name someone else the warlord for now? Um, I kind of like the idea of just you can just roll up the same darn character. <laughs> yep, you could same yeah. guy. Put him back. Yeah. Um, but then that costs you all those renown points because I, I I you got to pay that to 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 buy your character. So what else do we got here? Um. If a unit that was killed has been given bonus enhancements, they go back to your vault. So your stuff goes back. Yeah. You don't lose the stuff, which is nice. Um, so I was thinking it's, it's like, there's the casualty roll. The casualty roll is really cool. Mm. Now, you're playing, a, so you're playing your game, right? I got a 20-man unit. At the end of the game, there's 12 models left in the unit. Now, don't worry about what's going on during the game because if you lose models but then you put them back, then those models didn't count because it's just how many you have lost total from the starting unit number at the end of the game. I lost nine guys. I roll nine dice. For each one, those guys are not in the unit anymore. So 
those other guys, the guys without the ones, they were just wounded and they're fine and they're back in the battle. So my unit of 20 in my next game with those three casualty rolls is a unit of 17. Yeah. That's you can also you can also re-roll if you spend glory points. You spend a glory point and um you can re-roll one of the die in right. that casualty roll. After me, you can spend one glory to do one die. No more than one die can be re-rolled in each casualty roll. So you roll for everyone that was killed. You so if you lose three, you can spend a glory to try and re-roll one of those guys. That's that's uh, if you've got the glory and you want to just burn one. I mean, keeping guys, but that eventually that unit's going to be so small that you either just never pick it anymore and it's just sitting on your list, or yeah. or um. Yeah, you, you disband you, them. Yeah, you, can't you, you disband it eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just cool. It's like okay, the battle's over, and these guys, some guys fled, right? Yeah, or they just died. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but so the guys who didn't, like, so oh, but a couple of them really die. You know? Yeah. That's to me, that's interesting. Yeah. That's a cool it, mechanic. It's kind of weird that when you think about some of the units that are in the game, you know, it's like zombies or skeletons or stormcast for that matter. <laughs> They're not really dead. They just go back to Azir. They'll be back. Yep, but for their, but they're not in your but army now, right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, then you gain renown points. Units. Now this is specific units. This is getting cool. Here's where your experience points come in. If you're talking role playing games, right? I finished my stuff. I got my other. I got my. Uh, I got my glory points. I went through all my dead men and saw if they're really dead or just wounded. Now the units gain renown. Each unit that took part in the battle and it wasn't destroyed gets a renown point. Boom. Nice. Um, the battle plans sometimes show you bonus ways of getting renown points for units. If you earn those, you get them. Um, roll a dice for each unit wholly within enemy territory at the end of battle. On a four plus, that unit gains a renown point. I don't know if that's an example. Oh, no. That's just if you use a battle plan. That's a another. bonus, yeah. Yeah. If you use the battle plan from another battle pack, the bonus renown rule below applies. So if I guess that's not in these, but if you use it from oh. a different one, so if you use the battle plan, yeah. So if you use like a battle plan from like the match playbook, right? But if I used, oh, okay. So if I yeah. used, all right. So then you can get it because um, all the Path of Glory battle packs have ways to earn renown. Oh, and you but don't. The match so you, play ones don't, so they have this one. So this is like if I was playing at the tournament. At a tournament, yeah. So then I get, okay, so on a, okay. Also, you pick, and then at the end, you get to pick your MVP and give him D6 renown points, that unit, <laughs> yeah. right off the bat. I'm like, okay. Yeah. They have to be alive, though. Uh, unique units don't gain renown points. Um, okay, so then your units earn ranks. Once you get up to five renown points, they become veterans, and they get a veteran ability. At right. 15, that unit gets two, and at 30 points, which is a lot Legend- of battles. Legendary veteran They're legendary warriors. vets, and they get three veteran abilities. Now, each time a unit that's not a hero gets a rank, it gets so you can have up to three of these. Once a unit gets its first one, it becomes a veteran. You can choose the ability. You can't have the same ability. So you have to pick three different. You can't just stack. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, the rule for using them is interesting because these are once per battle things. These are your veterans pop in their special ability. Like this is something we're good at. So it's always once per battle. Okay. Um, these abilities can only be used in battles where all players using Path to Glory armies, obviously. 
No more than one friendly unit can use a veteran ability per turn. Now, now it just says per turn. Um, so does that that means player turn, right? Uh, that would That's be not my battle turn, round. Yeah, my turn. turn. Yeah. So basically, in a five in a five battle round game, you can use ten abilities because you can only yeah. use one per turn, and the same unit can only use each of its abilities once. So if you have three, you can use one. You can't use that one again. You have to use a different one. If you only have one, yeah. you're done. Um, and it's like once per battle in the battle shock phase, you can maybe not take a battle shock for units near this guy. Once per battle, um, when you're picked to fight in combat, plus one to wound rolls, stuff like that. It's once per battle. It's 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 a little it's a little boost. Um, but I could see you know. A, on the right unit, like, this could be great. Oh yeah, you can like run and charge. Yeah, there's a run and wound. charge. Yeah. So uh, these are all cool. impact hits. You know, that yeah, kind of impact stuff. hits. Yeah. So there's, um, there's great abilities to be had. And the thing is, all of your units, any unit that lives, is going to get that one point. So even if you don't pick them special, you play a couple of games, and it's like boom, suddenly they get a little bonus. And mm-hmm. it does say thirty points. So unless you're d six and really well, you're it's only take a while. Yeah, it's gonna take a while. Which which is this is what the campaign is. You know, this is what's super fun about this. This is yeah. this is an ongoing. This is like a role playing game. This is not a yeah. one session. This is we play games and this all builds up. And now, you could you could play it over like a like an afternoon. You could just play. You know, three or like a, se- a series of th- yeah, th- yeah, a series of three games. Th- you know, or a series of five games, like a thousand points with like some friends over you sure. know, a Saturday. Sure, and then move this and, story right along, and you can keep. And, and you, but the thing is, you can just keep continuing it as well. Yeah, you've got to set your end game here, which we haven't even talked about that. Like, what's the end game? Um, your heroes once they get fifteen renown points, they earn a command trait. Yep. And it does say here that that tier of battle list, the list that confuses me on page uh, one o- or 306. No, that's not it. That's uh, before that. It's on. No, it's not before that. It's. Uh, I can't find it now. Oh, right here. Page 312. If you look under the tier of battle list under command traits, if you're playing a lower tier game, you get one. Middle three and higher is five, and it says here that um, the tiers of battle puts a limit on the number of command traits you can use in a battle. Meaning that in some battles, some heroes will get to use their command traits, and others may not, because you can have six heroes all with command traits. You can never have six heroes. Actually, you get five extra, I think. So that's the limit of mm-hmm. extras. So I think you could get up to all six. Yeah, um, but it says you know. It, 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 unless it's a clash of epic proportions that all the heroes would pull everything they have out. <laughs> and heroes can still, you uh, different heroes cannot, you can't have the same command trait, your heroes, and they can't have more than one. But they can earn it. So that's basically, that's the one thing heroes get. Your veterans get all sorts of little bumps. Your heroes get a command trait. Which is, that's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Really good ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So then, uh, then the game talks about the quest. You picked a quest, right? So that's the next thing you do. Did you finish it? 
if you didn't write down how much progress you made in the quest log, because like when we read the other one, every time you finish a battle, put a mark down. Every time you do this, do that. Um, All right. If you complete your quest, you get the reward. Then you clear your quest log and pick a new quest. The same quest can be completed multiple times by the same army unless it says otherwise. So you could just go for glory points, I suppose, every round yeah, if you, you wanted to. Yeah, just keep doing it. Yeah. Um, you can give up on a quest. If you give up on a quest, you just clear your log and don't get the bonus. But you, you know, if you give up on it, everything is gone. So you'd have to start over on it if you want to later. Um, then now you can upgrade your stronghold and stuff like that and add in barracks and things like that, which is kind of interesting stuff. Now, just to give you an idea, we did talk about how the most you can get in a, in a campaign game is 20 points. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you start off, I think, in a, if you're starting off in a big game, I think you start off with like 15 or th- something like that. I think like 15, that. yeah. Um, if you want to upgrade your stronghold so you don't have to fight on the lower tier all the time, you want to get up to a mid-tier battle, get to use some of these bonuses, 30 glory points to upgrade your stronghold. If you want to make it from imposing to mighty, that's another 60. So that's 90 glory points just to get the best stronghold. But then right. now your territories doubles and triples with these. So your yeah. three territories I mean, now, now gets to be six and nine. Yeah. Yeah. And then stronghold, you can have a barracks, five and 12, and then outposts, two or three, depending. Yeah. Now this is where we get into these things. Now I don't know what all that is. When you add a barracks, five glory points adds a barracks. A barracks increases your unit limit by two to a maximum of 30. So you start off, if you're starting on those 2,000-point games, your maximum units limit is 16. You can't have more than 16 units. Um, But this, you could bump that up to possibly 30 by adding barracks. Because 12 barracks is 24. Yeah, so right there. You don't even need that many because if you're starting off with that, the most you would need is seven to max out. Right. Um, that's pretty cool. And then the outpost. What did the outpost do? Uh, I'm not you sure. You can find roles for establishing outposts in the range of supplemental path to glory battle packs. Okay, so that's not in here. So, right. All right. Cool. So then, uh, then you manage your territories. You roll on the territories table, and that's called an exploration roll. And this is where you get stuff now. Okay. Uh, This is a new area of territory your scouts have discovered. You may be able to take multiple exploration roles for reasons such as completing the Scout Fertile Lands quest. Uh, After making exploration roles, you decide if you want to bring any of these territories under control. To do that, you spend 10 glory points. If you already have the maximum number of territories, you can choose to dump one to take a new one. So see, this game doesn't need the Mighty Empires map. No. This game, you just would, you have a stronghold. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm already running ways in my head. How, to, how can I convert this and actually have that map? You could still use the map. You could, yeah. but the map then is just there for funsies because right. the, like I said, you just pick what kind of territories you get. Those territories yeah. we talked about um, earlier that would give you the different... Okay, where are the territories? That's farther back. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to find all this and the territories. Yeah, yeah. They're like the, what's the next the list. Oh, there they are. Three oh six. 
So yeah. remember, you you start off. If we started off at the two thousand point games, we have three territories. So we just pick which of these three things do we want. And remember, that increases how many of that type of unit you can have in your army. Um. So as you are exploring, so I win battles. So I get to roll on the territories table. I explore. Do I want this? Well, my limit is three, and I have three, so I'd have to dump one, or t- I can take keep d- keep that, but I'd have to dump one. So then, when your stronghold gets up, if you get the, the max, you can have nine territories. Now it does say you can. Um, oh, if you don't have ten glory points, you can skip the exploration roll because uh, you can't buy it anyway. So there's no mm-hmm. point to it. Um, but the uh, you can only have up to three territories of the same type. So you can't just, uh, you know, where this says you can increase your uh, reinforcement units limit by one. So now you go from one to two. You can't go past three. You can't get more than four, okay? So they, they set that up as a limit. That makes sense. And then you can upgrade territories. Yeah, there's like the, the regular thing you get, and then you can upgrade them for gold. Yeah. Or glory points, rather. And when you start rolling here, you can start, uh, you start, uh, oh, you got the, you got a D66 roll for territories, what you might find in here. Uh, You find an old keep, increase your hero limit by one, monster limit by one. So this, you kind of roll out and explore, and this is the same stuff as you picked in the beginning, basically. But then there are some other ones. If you roll... (laughs) If you roll an 11 to 16, this territory cannot be controlled. So you can possibly roll your exploration is a bust. You know? Or you might find a Realmstone Reserve. That one costs 15 gold points to up to upgrade. And uh, you can receive an additional D6 glory points instead of D3 glory points. That's so, pretty good. Yeah, there's all sorts of cool stuff in here that you can go and try to upgrade your territories. And it's that you once you have the territory, then that's how much it costs to upgrade it. Um, if you have oh, like here's one. You know, you can only have three of any one type, right? So right. the old keep increases your hero limit by one. All right, for ten glory points, it goes to three. Right. So there so you yeah. go. There's your full three. You don't have to have another one of those anymore. Right. See, and I think that's kind of cool because that stays. Yeah, there'd be no point to having three of them. It just wouldn't help you. Well, right, but I mean, three is your limit. So if I, instead of having to, instead of having to take, because if I roll up the territory, I roll up the old keep, right? Yep. So I get the increase by one. Well, I really need to get this boosted. I don't know if I'm going to get. I mean, I only get to roll once every game. I got the 10 glory points, man. I'll just make that three, and if that ever comes up again, I just don't take it. You know, I don't need yeah. it now. Now that Doubt Night rolls get changed. So there's all sorts of stuff you can do with this. Um, and you can always replace it, too, if you don't like it. You know, you can, yeah. you are, you can replace one of the ones you have with the one you like. Mm-hmm. You roll a cool one. And then after you do all that, then you get to go back to your list. Manage your new yeah. order of battle. You can I, add. I, do, yeah. do some of the books have other territories in them, or is this always? I've never seen another territory list in a, in, yeah. a, in a book. I haven't looked closely though, so there totally could be. Right. Um. Then you get to go through stuff. You can add new units. 
So you can buy new units. Um, and it costs how many glory points it, it costs to do. You can add a unit, recuperate, or reinforce. Okay? Um, so reinforcing units is just, you know, you can do this later. This unit, remember, you can only have one reinforced unit in the beginning of the game. And when you start the path, your, your, uh, your path to glory, because that's the limit of reinforcements, unless you manage to get one of those territories. So now suddenly, um, I have a unit. I want to reinforce this. I want to add to it. So that costs you glory points. And, it, and it's based on the cost of the unit, starting it up to 100 points, and then that it maxes out at units that cost 400 or more. There's a chart. Yeah, there's a nice chart here. If the unit is only up to 100 points, to reinforce it costs four. But if it's over 400, it's like 11. Okay? So what is reinforcing unit? We know what that is. What about add and recuperate? You can just add a new unit. You can just buy another unit. You have a limit of 16 units in your big thing. Maybe that unit that kept getting whittled down, like, I don't want to use it next game. I want to have backup units so I can call up. You, you got a side table, basically. Yeah. And depending on the unit cost, it, 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 you got to pay the, you know, it'll cost you that point to put it in your list, but it's up to 10 glory points. You can also recuperate units. This is a cool rule. If you have yeah. a, if you have a cat, because you keep your, your, the the thing we talked about where the, you know the, you do the injury roll or not the injury roll the casualty roll, and so I remember in my example I lost three models, so mm-hmm. you don't actually you you keep track of it on your sheet as a casualty score. So if I have a casualty score of three here, I know that my unit of ten is now seven. Whatever, you can try to get those guys back. Um, and it depends. Do you remember. On- uh- Remember, like, the Shadow of the Horned Rat game? and yeah. all those. Remember that the units that you were playing them, they'd get beat up in between you know, during the battles, and they'd start the next battle with, like, less than the unit, but they would recuperate over time? That's exactly what this is. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. basically, uh, let's say, like I said, my, my casualty score was three. So, depending on the cost of the unit, let's say the unit was 250 to 300. So, if I, it cost me five glory points to do a recuperation roll based on that size of the unit. Roll for every dead guy, and on a four-up, you reduce your casualty score by one. So, if, it, mm-hmm. if the unit did not take part in your last Path to Glory battle, reduce the casualty score by one for each two plus. So, if you actually keep them out to rest them... yeah. You can put them back on a two plus. You can only, each unit can only be recuperated once in each aftermath sequence. So yeah, you can only recuperate, but you can do it for every unit. If you have the if you have the the glory points to pay for it, I suppose like if a unit just gets wiped out mm-hmm. and doesn't like have any like special abilities or anything, you could just ditch that unit, right? Yeah, you can retire it. That's the la- that was the next rule. If you want to remove yeah. a unit from your order of battle, just remove it at this step. After you did all the other stuff, after you reinforced and added, uh, if the unit had any enhancements, follow the rules like if they were killed. So basically, the extra stuff goes back into the vault, and the unit's disbanded. Right. Maybe you just don't have the glory points. I'd rather spend three extra or two. Or, um, in fact, adding a new unit costs two glory points more than recuperating. Yeah. So if I had a unit that lost over half the unit, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I'll pay the two extra points to just have a whole new unit rather than get back, a, you know, half of those because you got to roll four ups. Pay the two extra glory points and just get a whole other unit, you know. Yeah, and I guess I, re- I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah, 
You see, because recu- or you could rest him. If you rest him to recuperate him, then you can yeah. rest him. But retiring a unit, or maybe because you have a unit limit, right? You know, now that now that you know you've gone through and you've increased your uh, your heroes limit off of your list because you've gotten new territories, right? So my territories yep. have changed. So my order of battle limits have changed. Well, I really want to add in another. Uh, I really want to, you know, add in another reinforce or add in another wizard or add in another war machine or whatever. But I'm at my limit. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to dump this guy to bring this <laughs> in. So you may just have to retire units that are fine, just because you don't have enough space for units. Hmm. And that's basically now. Here's my question, and this is my only real question is all the things for the bonus renown and all the things you do on these battle plans and the breakthrough in the narrative play. Did I miss the part in here as I was reading these rules on um, how do you win this thing? <laughs> so sometimes you set a limit. That's So you just kind of have to you have to set that yourself. Yeah. So we're going to play to whoever gets to 100 glory or whatever renown or whatever it is. Yeah, because that's the one thing that I that I looking at, and it's like maybe I did I did I read go through that too quickly? Because that seems like something you should set up right in the <laughs> beginning. Yeah, because I mean it's got to be a lot of points too, because the glory points, or unless we're talking renown points, which wins you the game? Renown if it boosts your units, glory points is, but if you know if you say hey get these many glory points. You know, I just if I just never spend them, I can get there pretty quick. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm trying to figure out. That's the one thing I want to know is where. Well, it could be like whoever completes like ten quests. Oh, wins, okay, right? Yeah, completing the number of quests wins. That's cool. Yeah. Interesting. You start off with a small domains of territory. You fight your battles with Grown Almighty. You will choose your quests. The campaign it, players can take. Uh, you can ca- you cap out on territories. Pretty yeah, quick. you cap out at nine. Mm-hmm. So uh, interesting. I need yeah, to I mean, go back and like read this thing. again because I'm looking at this going. How do I like? I you ha- I know you have to set your own stuff, but like, what are yeah. You know, because if you're going to say, well, you know, I mean, you need 90. Here's the thing. You need 90 glory points just to get your guy upgraded all the way to get that stuff. Right. Yeah. So at what point, like, you know, if if you say you need 100, you need 100 to win the campaign. Well, then, OK, I'm just not going to upgrade this stuff and I win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, maybe it's the first person with three mighty strongholds or. See, yeah, that's what I'm asking. So that's the one thing I didn't see. Yeah. It's like, how do, how does? So that's my big, the thing that's making me the most curious is, um, what's a good setup for determining? Who the, you know, I suppose you could just, yeah, at the end of you know, once everybody's completed six quests, yeah, whoever has the most whatever wins or something like that. I, I don't know. That that's the one example right. I'm not. I wasn't seeing, and like I said, I mean, I you know. I was. I mean, there's a, there's a path to glory battle pack which gives you all the all the uh, battles. Yeah. 
and they say what you get for those battles. Yeah. Yeah, and in these ones you can actually withdraw from battle. <laughs> oh, really? If you're playing it, yeah, if you're playing it, you're like, man, I'm not going to win. And all this is going to do is just kill, kill my, my units. You can, you can retreat. Holy yeah. mackerel, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. I mean, that might be kind of a, I don't know, kind of a, a bummer for the guy you're playing. Like, oh, man. Okay. Or, looking forward to kicking well, your butt. You well, know, here's the other thing. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're playing. I mean, you're, you're playing. It's, it's, it's not just about that game. Now, I would at some point say, okay. If we're playing a game and you're whooping on me and I'm like, okay, I'm withdrawing at this point because I don't want any more of my yeah. units to die. I would say, yeah. so then we finish off our path to glory, like doing all the rolls for all yeah. the units so that we can keep track of all that. When we're done with that, don't take your models off the board. Let's finish the game. Yeah, I could just finish the game. You can finish the game as far as, yeah. the, as that. Because if you withdraw, I'm assuming your, your opponent gets a major victory. Oh, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. so you're you're basically like, look. I can't win this. I don't want to. I don't want my my. I don't want to get killed. I don't want to get totally wrecked up. So my next game sucks. You win. You get the major victory. Let's roll this out. And then they don't have. And then they have less injury stuff too because they're not. Then you play it out. Yeah, that makes sense. Ah, oh, we got to get this started. Yeah, we got to find a few people. I'm, Brandon's gonna. Brandon, like I said, I'm gonna supposed to be get a game in with him on Sunday, and if he likes it, he'll join. Um, I don't know if I can get Harrison or not, but if I can, it would be cool. But Harrison hasn't played in so long. Like we're all going to be learning this first, so maybe we start off with a smaller campaign. Yeah, just some smaller armies, just to get things going. I don't know. We'll talk about this. We'll talk yeah, about this after the show's just, over because right. you, <laughs> you just have to kind of then you just have to kind of come up with how do you start it and how do you end it. Yes, That's always the thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, part of it is you don't really ever have to. End it. You can just play it on. You could pretty much play it on your own. Yeah, you can just you know keep what I mean. Building them up like, and my building them up. on this path to glory, and that's what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, yeah. I have no idea. That's so. Hey guys, if anyone's listening, before we're getting ready, Chris is getting his sound effects ready. I'm getting ready to wrap this up. Um, yeah. If anyone has any suggestions, if you've played and you have set, you know, end game stuff, please let us know. In the yeah. you know on the Facebook page, email, whatever. I'm I'm very interested. So you know, please let me uh, please let me know what you think. I think we're done. This went yeah. way longer than we thought. But man, we were all over the place. Just man, I know, right? It's it was, it's so refreshing to just be able to talk hobby. I just talk about our <laughs> hobby, and I don't mean just talk hobby. I mean the other stuff is hobby stuff too. But it's like just to be able to talk about. Whatever, and not being relaying all the cool story movements in the book or the lore or that stuff. It was nice to just go wherever. And for sure, definitely got to do this one more often. So, all right, uh, let's once again thank the uh, Patreon patrons, those guys who make this the almost one percent who make this show and every episode we do possible. That's Jake C, James Brown, Old Man Yeti, and George Strait on our associate producers, our executive producer Scotty Milne, and every single. Patreon patron, past, present, and future. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Yeah, and of course, uh, you know, thanks to uh, call, leave, call, leave a voicemail. Leave a voicemail. <laughs> All, right. All right, cool. Okay, folks. Till next time. Only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful will know no despair except in failure. Or oh, Shakur. Oh, oh.